1: Preston and Steve's
0: News updates with Kathy Romano. It's Thursday, March 10th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. The surging diesel prices are taking a toll on the trucking industry. 6ABC reported in Bordentown, New Jersey, that the fuel pump gauges were moving at a dizzying pace as truckers were filling their 200-gallon tanks (laughs) on their tractor-trailer rigs. One trucker said it cost him $840 to fill up his tank. Jesus. Trucking industry expert Jim Grundy says this only adds to higher prices on many goods across the country. Country, uh, Grundy says America is lean, uh, learning that relying on far- foreign oil can have its downside. Now, Fox 29 reports that as gas prices continue to rise at a historic pace, a local Wawa unveiled a new bank of charging stations for electric cars that many experts believe is the wave of the future.
3: Uh, do, am I misremembering or wasn't diesel years ago pitched <clears throat> as a cheaper option? Yes. And
4: that's Certainly. changed completely now, right? I guess
0: so. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know how it compares.
4: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's still cheaper. Is it?
2: Diesel is cheaper? I've,
4: I've seen
3: prices higher because I've noticed, my wife pointed it out to me, that the oh. diesel prices at a lot of stations oh, are yeah. higher than the regular gas. Right now, they're like a dollar higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so okay. diesel is not cheaper per gallon right now.
4: Is uh, it cheaper? I mean, does it burn cheaper? Is what I mean. Like, I don't. Does, do you know what I mean? Like, does it last miles longer? Per yeah. uh, that
3: I don't know. But I remember years ago, the big sell, I mean, because I'm a neighbor of mine, had got a diesel car, and I'm going to save on, on my fuel. And that was the big thing. And now, like, I don't Not think so that's much. happening so much.
2: Currently, electric vehicle owners charge their vehicles at home 80% of the time, making the need for electric vehicle charging stations at colleges, apartment buildings, parking lots, or even public streets less urgent. But that is likely to change as more people who don't have a garage to house a charge station by electric vehicles. So the Wawa on Aramingo Avenue in Philadelphia unveiled the new charging plugs on Wednesday as gas prices on the Wawa marquee board read over $4 per gallon. The timing of the new charging ports uh, couldn't have been better. Cap- gas prices saw another increase overnight on Wednesday, yet again setting a new record uh, for the highest price, AAA reports. The average price of a gallon on regular in Pennsylvania cost four thirty nine, while neighboring New Jersey and Delaware hovered about four thirty per gallon on average. Did you see, um, I think it was I think it was six ABC. One of the reporters was out at a gas station. You know, yeah. every news station is at different gas stations every day because uh, you know the prices increase. Um, but I think it was six ABC, and, the, and they had their camera and they were uh, they were recording the marquee and the, and the prices. And as they were recording <laughs> it, it, but no, uh. but they but they lowered it. Like oh, I guess oh, because wow. they nah, were there. Uh-huh. So, yeah, because so they were because they were getting news coverage of yeah. you know. So they lowered the gas That's prices. Funny. Up. Hell, I do it. They but they said they were like as we were recording, yeah. they did bump the. Price Prices
4: down while our cameras were yeah. Uh, so Preston, your your friend Steve, he I know he got a um he got a diesel car, but he yes. got it for a reason, and it was because he wanted it, he was going to be driving it for a long long time or or something along those lines. Do you remember exactly the reason? Uh,
0: no. Okay. Uh, but 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 I thought it was for it was for money reasons. Yeah, you know, but um, I just don't know I
4: what don't the financial the reasons
0: were. Okay. Sorry.
2: A 62-year-old man was shot and killed during a fight inside a southwest Philadelphia home on Wednesday night. Police said the shooting happened shortly after 1130 in the evening on the 4800 block of Springfield Avenue. Arriving officers went to the second-floor apartment and found a 62-year-old man lying on the bedroom floor. Police say the man was shot in the neck and was unresponsive. The victim was pronounced dead at the hospital. Now, the alleged shooter and the victim were friends, but it's unclear what transpired, police said. The 26-year-old shooter remained on the scene and was cooperating with investigators. A gun and a single-spent shell casing were recovered. From the scene, police said this deadly shooting marks the 99th homicide in Philadelphia so far this year. A bizarre social media challenge led to the arrest of a man and a woman after police say they hid inside a Chester County target overnight and filmed for their YouTube channel. West Whiteland Township. I mean, this is like straight up my idea. That's your dream. I I didn't want to do this uh, (laughs) (laughs) illegally, but I've said this for years. West Whiteland Township police were dispatched to the target in Exton off of Route 100 for a tripped alarm on February 21st. (laughs) Um, responding officers searched the building but ultimately did not find anything the next day police say Target employees found surveillance video showing a man and a woman wandering around the store for hours with their phones out the intruders didn't take anything during their time inside the store police said Uh, the pair was later identified as 25 year old Johnson LaRose and 24 year old Charlotte Fisher known on YouTube as Saucy and Honey according to police they were filming their after hours video in Target for their YouTube channel Detective Pezix uh, said the couple documented the whole thing on their page for their roughly 17,700 followers. Hey, guys, we're in Target. Calling it the 24-hour overnight challenge in Target. The video shows the pair uh, building a fort to hide behind as the store closed, and then they wandered around aimlessly in the store. Despite telling their followers that they stayed inside the Target all night, police say they actually left through an emergency exit around 3 a.m. and tripped the alarm. They returned to the store at 8 a.m. the next morning to resume the video. Oh,
4: I mean, what they don't realize Liars. is that, you know, they <laughs> maybe could possibly cost somebody their job, you know? Well, and, they, and the
2: police yeah. were saying how sure. how um, dangerous it is, is that they, they got a tripped alarm um, call. So he, they said they go in with, you know, heightened... Um, yeah,
0: awareness. And, awareness. And, and you and, never know, somebody might yeah. get accidentally shot or right. who it's knows possible, yeah. yeah. And it's also illegal
3: right at the step-off.
2: Yeah. Both LaRose and Fisher are facing charges of third-degree criminal trespassing and conspiracy, according to authorities. Uh, they were released on a $25,000 unsecured, Bail and cannot visit any Target store in Pennsylvania per their bail conditions. The next hearing is on March. Just like
3: lethal injection for
4: you.
2: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, seriously, no <laughs> Targets. All right, in sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy.
0: Ball
5: sacks are yummy.
2: Major League Baseball canceled the second week uh, of the regular season uh, after days of discussion with the Players Association failed to generate a new collective bargaining agreement. What the f*** is it? Players bought the details surrounding an international draft, rejected proposals from the league to address it, and sent a counteroffer. As a result, the league then canceled another week of games. The league tied a deal with... Uh, this week, to players, a 162-game schedule uh, with full pay and full service time for players. The MLBPA said that if the league refuses to agree to full pay and service time, it will remove expanded playoffs from its proposal. The Colts are trading quarterback Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders for a package of draft picks. The Colts will receive the Commanders' third-round picks in 2022 and 23. Washington will pay the full $28 million due to the former Eagle for the 2022 season, which includes a $5 million roster bonus. The Flyers will look to win their third straight game when they take on the Panthers tonight in South Florida. The Panthers are in first place in the Atlantic Division with 39 wins and 83 points while the Flyers are in last place in the Metro Division with 18 wins and 46 points. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock and the Sixers welcome Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets to South Philly tonight. Simmons will not play but is expected to be in the building and on the bench for the game. We'll see if that happens. It's the first meeting between the teams since their blockbuster trade last month that saw Simmons and James Harden get swapped before the the NBA trade deadline tip-off for the nationally televised game tonight is set for 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right,
0: thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, with Thursday morning, pre-Friday, uh, we're happy to be on board. And we have a few guests that are going to be joining us throughout the program today. We will have uh, wrestlers from Impact Wrestling. Stopping in here this morning, Rhino, Deanna Parrazzo will be here, as well as uh, play-by-play man Tom Hannafin. Uh, Impact Wrestling South Philly Showdown is coming up, and that will be March 18th and 19th. So, we'll get him in here today, talk to him, see what that's all about, and... We're going to have actress Allie Sheedy joining us. Love Allie Sheedy. To talk about Single, Drunk Female, which uh, came out in January on Freeform. And there are new episodes on Thursday night, so there's a new one tonight. And uh, we'll be able to talk to her about that and uh, other awesome moments in her career, which should be pretty cool. So we'll get into that, and we'll give some things away, and we'll hang out, and we'll do what we do. It's uh, almost the weekend we're getting there. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is what we have next for you. So stay there.
6: Like the Preston and Steve show podcast. Well, will check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app.
0: Stevensinger.com.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. I got a pair of
0: tickets to see the Young Dubliners March 16th at the Events center at Rivers Casino, Philadelphia. So I'm going to do a gambling question since you'll be at a casino. Pretty easy one here. What is the highest number on a standard roulette wheel? Huh. 215-263-WMMR. What is the highest number that you can bet on the standard roulette wheel two That i all play. 215263W on the mark. Yeah, it's easy. It's
2: easy. <laughs> he's
0: so he's three okay. chips down there and yeah. <laughs> let him roll the ball and see what happens. You can play ultra safe,
3: you know, or at least say uh, you know,
0: yeah, the yeah, odds. Yeah, so, yeah, or go. you can you know, you can bet on like, you know, four numbers at a time or right. an entire one third of the wheel. There's a bunch of different things you can do that are easy.
4: Yeah, my buddy does a, uh, I think he has like a five or six
0: number combo that he uses, like a wedge of the wheel. Yep. And that's yep. what he beds on. A lot of people have their, their little system. So, all right, let's see if you got an answer. I'm going to go through birthdays. There's a bunch of them today. Thursday, March 10th, Prince Edward. Uh, who goes by Edward Wessex, Queen Elizabeth's second. It says, oh, Queen Elizabeth the second's third son. I thought it said Queen Elizabeth's second, third son.
3: <laughs> they do it differently over there. Yeah, they there. do it differently.
0: <laughs> but I'm the miserable child and my own father. He's 58 <laughs> years old today. Uh, you also have Jasmine Guy, who was Whitley on A Different World. Oh, yeah. And she started off as kind of a side character, but then after Lisa Bonet left, she Game was huge. she yeah. was kind of like the the lead, and
3: she's the love interest in uh, oh, uh, Harlem Nights. She is the femme fatale, right?
0: Okay. It's been yeah. so long since I've seen Harlem Nights; I don't remember. Uh, she is uh, sixty years old today. Uh, it's the great Chuck Norris's birthday ah. today. Chuck Norris is eighty-two years old. Do You remember that uh, that run of several years ago when uh, <laughs> Chuck Norris was the big meme, and yeah, he could. You know, well, 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 I think. he turned turn off the
3: light, uh, uh, or the earth revolves around Chuck Norris. Stuff yeah, or, yeah, all yeah, yeah, that stuff, so.
0: Walker
7: told me I had AIDS.
3: <laughs> of course, he was a
0: great Walker, Texas yeah. Ranger. No
3: one knew that he was a uh, doctor in yeah, that as yeah. well.
0: Yep, and he would regularly yeah. tell children when they had AIDS.
3: Excuse me, Walker.
0: <laughs> is this, is this to... a crime thing or is it a medical thing? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. He's 82 today. Uh, Sharon Stone's birthday today. Oh, nice beaver. This <laughs> just not in a commercial. She's doing a spot for... Man, yeah, don't don't cups. Not no, cups.
8: no, it's like it's something you wouldn't expect. It's like a cable commercial or oh. something bizarre. Oh,
3: like a, it's like a parody commercial, is it not? Nice? Yeah, and she's her. She's yeah. playing
8: herself um in the spot man. I'll, I'll see if I can
3: find she it. She crosses yeah. her legs and you see a swifter. That's not
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> she got me grounded. Uh I oh, was I would really? never get in trouble or grounded as a kid. I was a good kid. Um and she was the reason I got grounded because my mom told me I couldn't watch Basic Instinct. Oh. Uh, I wasn't allowed. It was inappropriate. Meanwhile, I was in high school. <laughs> um, and so my friend, uh, Bobby Moyer, who I've been friends with since third grade, still friends with him. He's my longest or, or my oldest friend. He brought it over on VHS and we watched it. Uh,
0: wow. my
2: mom found out and I got
0: grounded. Got grounded. Uh, Thanks
2: Sharon. Happy birthday. Uh, the <laughs>
0: commercial Nick was referring to is lens crafter. Yeah.
2: Uh, By the
0: way. Uh, shopping for glasses. I don't know. She looks like she has been rebuilt
3: as an Android version of herself. Yeah. In this she commercial. Looks, she looks completely different. different.
0: So she turned 64 today. Also, Shannon Miller, Olympic gold medal gymnast. She is uh, 45 years old. I remember the heyday of her. She was
2: in here, wasn't she?
0: We've had a few here, and man, we've had Carrie Strug and uh, Dominique Mugiano. And Megan Malay or not Megan Malay, Maroney, uh, uh, Michaela Maroney. Michaela Maroney and, I yeah think Dominique. she was here. Um, mm. I don't remember. We've had a lot of them. Yep, it's so the big place for gymnasts to go. Our show. <laughs> She's 45 today. It's also Carrie Underwood's birthday today. Hey! Yep.
6: Oh, oh yeah.
0: This is my wife sing along. Is song. it? It's a great song. She'll look at you while she's singing it and everything. Yeah, this is... She loves to go along with this one. And listen, Carrie Underwood... Woman has got a voice on her. She's
3: a legitimate find, and they keep, obviously, like, when they start doing promotions for the new season of
0: American Idol,
3: yep. they can only try out the ones that were really successful, and she is. She's uh, a legitimate find.
0: The times that I will see her sing or when she's doing, she's on, like, a, an award show and singing yeah. a tribute to another singer or something like that, because I'm, I'm just not a country music fan, but anytime I've seen her perform, I'm like, Okay, yeah, she's got a legit, really strong voice. You know, she she had a really funny
3: uh, episode of How I Met Your Mother. She played a pharmaceutical representative, and
0: uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris was saying...
3: They're all hot. Trust me, they're all hot. And he's right. It's what the whole deal was. It was a very funny episode.
0: She's 39 today. Uh, Shannon Tweed, Playmate of the Year and wife of Gene Simmons. Uh, She is 65. How long were we just involved before we got married? Uh, That's a good question. It was was a long long time, right? A long, long time. And Gene had swore he never would get married, and eventually he... That came. was three faces ago. Yeah, I think
7: it was. Three face, face left. Three face yeah, replacements. like she
3: keeps it in a little box. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> along with a piece of our wedding cake. Yeah. Uh,
0: and yeah. what was that? Family Jewels? Was that the, yes, the show they yeah. had together? Yeah, was That just, was, at, like, Preston, that had to be one of the earliest... Reality quote unquote shows oh, I can remember. Yeah. So he turned, she he turned 65 years old today. Oh. Uh, it is Tom Schultz's birthday today. Tom Schultz is essentially Boston. Uh, he's the man that created, in oh. fact, that whole first album, what? he's he's Boston. Yeah, he's he's the guy that created mm-hmm. he did a ridiculous amount of stuff. Number one, he wrote uh, all the songs. He he performed most of the instruments. I think he built he a built lot of the equipment. equipment. He was an MIT grad. Yeah. And so yeah, audio engineering uh was obviously his thing and he created that signature sound, that guitar sound. And then he created a thing called uh, the Rockman, which was a play off of uh, Walkman, and it was a uh, guitar distortion unit. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, you know, it was small and compact, and uh, it was very successful as well. But he, you could get that Boston guitar sound by using that Rockman, and, and the sound is this. You know, I love it. All that really high sustain yeah. that he had playing the um, Les Paul. Uh, so he turns uh, seventy-five. I old. love Boston. Yep, I met him one time. He's really, really tall, too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's uh, he loves basketball because uh, his height allows him to do that. And Another guy who loves basketball celebrates his birthday today, and that's Jeff Amen from Pearl Jam. And we had him on the show not that long ago. Great conversation yeah. with him. You know, really good guy. And uh, he is is up in the air about uh, Eddie and his solo career as the rest of us. That uh, He just kind of waits until <laughs> Eddie says, let's do Pearl Jam, and then we do it. But uh, really nice guy, and skateboarding is his thing. Uh, Nick pulled up a photo of him uh, playing basketball with uh, Pierre Robert, of all people. What? <laughs> Kyle
8: Korver, Matt Cord. Uh, I'm a Scotty- big B-baller. <laughs> Scotty Rigo, uh, who used to work for the Sixers, and
0: myself it was way back when. But, uh, yeah, it was a cool day spending yeah. some time with Jeff. Uh, Jeff is 59. Uh, We'll stay in the music realm. Okay, you wanted me to turn that back up again. I know. I thought I turned it off. My bad. My bad. Uh, But Rick Rubin, the famed producer. Yes, the Beastie Boys, to name a few. Public Enemy, Slayer, Slipknot, Dixie Chicks, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Audio Slave, Johnny Cash, Metallica. That's just a few of them. Uh, He is one of the most in-demand producers. Just had that Hulu... Series with Paul McCartney? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was great. By the way, it was very. good. It was Paul McCartney three two one. I think is what. I it was think called. that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he is uh, very very talented. Obviously, he's fifty nine today.
4: The Beastie Boys actually produced a lot of their own music as well. So I was like trying to figure out whether I'm fairly certain he produced this song. Yeah. Uh, so if he didn't bed. produce the song. I apologize.
0: Pretty sure that he was on board for Licensed to Ill, their first album. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. In fact, no, no, I don't want to speak out of turn, because I thought he might have played the guitar solo on Fight for Your Right uh, to Party, which is kind of a bad guitar solo on purpose. Uh, So he's 59 today. Speaking of producers, in the realm of film it's Paul (laughs) Haggis' birthday today. Not only a producer, but a screenwriter and a director uh, Crash, Terminator, Salvation, Casino Royale, Million Dollar Baby, and he was a uh, a firm Scientologist and a big part of, in fact, uh, the the documentary Going Clear, yeah, which took a one of those first really deep looks into that world. I think he was he's the base the, the producer, yes,
3: of that? and the main narrator, yeah, the yeah. person they go to the most, uh, and he tells his uh, story, and that's sort of the uh,
0: the thread that weaves through the whole thing. Yeah, he's sixty nine today. Uh, actor John Hamm uh, is fifty-one. What he's playing a
3: an iconic role? Is he playing Fletch? Oh, That's you're it. right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm really curious about that. I
3: think he has those tools to yeah. pull it off.
0: I hope so. Uh, Mad Men, obviously, a huge breakout for him, and he is uh, fifty-one. And today. It apparently, has a huge hog. Right? That was the uh... yeah. There's there's pictures of him uh, where you can see the imprint in his <laughs> yeah. pants and. Dude's got it all. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else do you want? Yep, no, you but want?
4: you know, he's really nice too, so. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I hear. Yeah. Uh Olivia Wilde, another stunningly if we're gonna talk beautiful people. John Hamm, Olivia Wilde. Uh she is thirty eight years old today. And uh Saw her in something just the other day. I forgot what it was.
3: What's the uh, Steve Carell um, ma- magician movie? She's oh Bert, no, Burt Wonderstone. Burt no. Wonderstone. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. she is the assistant who is actually a great magician in her own right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then
0: uh, the ex of Jason Sudeikis. Uh, mm-hmm. So she's thirty-eight, is and
4: she's still with Harry Styles. She is <laughs> okay.
0: And then the last birthday is actress Paget Brewster, who is from Criminal Minds. And she turns 53. All right, so the birthdays, while well, we kill some time waiting for the answer to the stupid question, and we should get one now. What is the highest number on a standard roulette wheel? Pretty easy question, and we'll go to Phil and see if we can get the answer. Good morning, Phil. Hey, good morning. All uh, right. Go ahead, 36? Phil. What, what's the answer, dude?
9: Phil? 36.
0: 36, yes. <laughs> yeah, hang on, Phil going to give you, sir, a pair of tickets to see the Young Dubliners, and that'll be March 16th at the Event Center at Rivers Casino, Philadelphia. Tickets available for purchase at Ticketmaster.com. Must be 21 or older, and more information is available at RiversCasino.com slash Philadelphia. All right, so Kim Kardashian ah! revealed a variety in an interview published yesterday that... Viewers of her Hulu reality show will get a chance to see Kanye West, but not her new boyfriend, Pete Davidson.
8: Shut the f*** up!
0: She said that she has not filmed with the Saturday Night Live star because, quote, it's just not what he does. But she added, if there was an event happening and he was there, he wouldn't tell the cameras to get away. I think I might film something... Uh, re- really exciting coming up, but it wouldn't be for this season.
3: By the way, most of the se- the season's already shot. That's yeah. why that's the main reason. Pete Davis is not part of it.
0: However, the Kardashian uh, premieres uh, the viewer when the Kardashian premieres viewers will see uh, quote how we met. And who reached out to who and how it happened, and all the details that everyone wants to know?
3: you gotta watch the promo for this uh show
0: when I'm watching it It looks like a family of aliens.
3: I've never seen it's like that scene in close encounters at the end when the aliens finally come out of the ship. I'm looking, well, where are these people from? They all have the same plastic puffed up look, and it's
0: it's for some <laughs> reason it, it pisses me off. So Kanye did film scenes for the show, and according to the outlet, he is featured in the first episode. Uh, Kim said, being in the public eye and having disagreements publicly is never easy, but I do believe in handling it all privately. I believe in championing publicity uh, publicly and criticizing privately, and I don't think I would ever criticize the father of my children on my TV show. That's just not really what I'm all about. And I just don't think that would ever make me feel good. So let me ask you something. At this point,
3: with the amount of gravitas that they have, this whole family, yeah. is this show even necessary? Like, okay. Because to me, initially, no. the show was used yeah. as a marketing tool. To drive the brand. Right, to drive yeah. the brand. Yeah. I think the brand has far surpassed the show now at this oh, point. Oh, I, I
0: agree. No, I don't think they, they need this at and all. And Preston, but, why are they doing it to us? I, you know what? I think they just... Starve for the attention. Man. That I, think the, I think having the cameras around them, yeah, are, it makes them feel alive. It keeps you know? them from having to be human. That maybe that too. So the Kardashians will premiere April fourteenth, and you can find that on Hulu. Stanley Tucci, great actor, love him. him, tells people that he is incredibly lucky to be alive today, and says that his wife Felicity Blunt uh it had helped him through one of the toughest times in his life the 61 year old actor was diagnosed with cancer at the base of his tongue back in 2017 after suffering with jaw pain for two years he said i had a scan but the scan missed it Mm -hmm. and of course when you think that there might be something wrong you're also afraid that there's something wrong and tucci is now cancer-free after undergoing a 35-day radiation treatment plus seven sessions of chemotherapy wow uh, the Hunger Games star tells the publication, Felicity's undying attention, affection, and encouragement got me through it.
3: That's when stuff, you know, you live at one level, and that's when life gets really, really, you know, resoundingly true. Yes.
0: That's when you that's when you know who the people are you can count on in your life. Yep, yep for real. Uh, Amy Schumer says that she dropped out of the live-action Barbie movie, After she was given a pair of designer shoes, Uh, she told The Hollywood Reporter that she already had reservations about the film because, quote, they didn't, they definitely didn't want to do it the way I wanted to do it. Uh, And when somebody uh, had at Sony Pictures had sent her a pair of, um, is this uh, Manolo uh, Blahnik shoes? Uh, To congratulate her on the role, Uh, she said, The idea that that's just what every woman must want right there. I should have gone, You got the wrong gal. Wow. So it pissed her off somehow or another. Interesting. Yeah, right? I'm sure they're expensive shoes, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A new version of the. You got to make a stand, but I'll take the shoes. A new version of the Barbie movie is currently in production, starring Margot Robbie in the titular role. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is speaking out after he was mistaken for a bank robber in an Atlanta Bank of America back in January. Uh, TMZ had first reported on Wednesday via an Atlanta police report that Coogler was briefly detained after stopping at a Bank of America location when a teller mistook his transaction request for a bank robbery note and called police. What? Uh, The director told TMZ... He said, the situation should never have happened. However, Bank of America worked with me and addressed it to my satisfaction, and we have moved on. Uh, Bank of America rep uh, told Variety, uh, we deeply regret that this incident occurred. It never should have happened, and we have apologized to Mr. Kugler. So,
7: How
3: could his, uh, I assume he <laughs> filled out a withdrawal.
0: Yeah, so here's what happened. So TMZ posted photos showing Kugler... Entering the bank, wearing sunglasses and a COVID uh, face mask, and then he handed the teller a withdrawal slip and a note uh, written on the back that said, I would like to withdraw $12,000 cash from my checking account. Please do the money count somewhere else. I'd like to be discreet, which is saying he would feel uncomfortable having somebody see him. Yeah. Get twelve thousand dollars in cash and walk and then out because you're it's it's a target. Yes. Right? security concern. So they're seeing this, I think, as as the wording. You know, count the money somewhere else. I'd like it to be discreet somehow or another. They mistook that as a yeah. uh, it's, it's Sort of, yeah. No,
3: it seems like he's satisfied with their reasoning. Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: Authorities then briefly handcuffed Kugler upon arrival and detained two individuals who were waiting for him outside. Uh, and you know, then they they got it all worked. Sometimes out. you can get those misunderstandings very easily. They I went to the bank one time and they were out of withdrawal
3: slips, so I wrote my withdrawal on my gun. Okay, oh. all right. And all right.
0: I, uh, man, oh man, still paying for that one. <laughs> uh, Coogler is in Atlanta filming Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, uh, the sequel to the uh, blockbuster for Marvel, and uh, would be it's supposed to be in theaters in November. Tony Hawk. Broke his femur in a reported skating accident on Monday. The 53-year-old Hawks shared the details of his injury, including photos of his x-rays and him putting weight on the broken leg in an Instagram post on Tuesday. Holy crap. He explained why the injury. Are you looking at uh, the x-ray of it? Yes. Yeah, that's nasty. That is not a, I mean, that's a messed up break. Yep. He explained why the injury won't stop him from skating despite his advanced age. He admitted, however, the recovery process will be, quote, much harder than the one he underwent for a broken elbow 20 years prior. He said, I found my sense of purpose and shaped my identity through skating, and it nourishes my mental health immensely. I've said many times that I won't stop skating until I am physically unable. A broken leg with plenty of hardware will probably be the biggest test of that (laughs) creed. I'll be back, maybe not at full capacity, but I resigned to to that notion years ago as I approached midlife. Uh, thanks to my unyieldingly supportive tolerant family and all of you for the love and support through the years i wouldn't be here without you see you on the other side Wait, is what he said so
3: you're gonna break up that high that's a big bone
0: that's
2: yeah. a, that's exactly what my dad had that, oh that's really he
3: was trying to paint in the foyer
2: yeah it, it, it actually was a little bit higher than that but um i mean listen my dad's much older than him and he recovered he's out biking and Right. You know, doing skiing and all that well skiing you know so he, he'll be all right
3: he gave up sleeping with legendary rock stars right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh but tony's pretty resilient guy so we'll see if uh if he repairs properly and gets back out there and i'm sure he will uh todd morgan has filed for divorce from rosanna arquette According to documents obtained by TMZ, Morgan filed for divorce Wednesday. If it, There was one relationship I used to look to and say they can do it right in Hollywood. It was Tom Morgan and Roseanne Arquette. Yeah. Do you think he filed with Morgan and Morgan and Morgan? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so they were... It seems only appropriate. They were uh, married for nine years. The investment banker claims in the petition... But the pair have been separated since January 1st because of irreconcilable differences. Uh, he is Arquette's fourth husband, by the wow. way. So she's had a few of them. You
3: know, who used to have a massive crush on her, they dated for the longest
4: time, was Peter Gabriel. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay.
0: And, and wait, I'm sorry. Is the song Rosanna written about her? No. Uh, it's. Or, well, I'm sorry. Yes, Rosanna Arquette. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yep. I, Rose you know, you know what? I was thinking of um, her sister.
10: Patricia? Patricia
0: Arca. Yes. That's who I was thinking of. Retricia. Retricia. Oh my God. It's Retricia. This is Retricia. <laughs> so <laughs> Lucas Gage, I don't know who he is, uh, admitted to Paris Hilton that he is the worst for crashing her wedding to Carter Reham, uh while wearing a disgusting t shirt, he said. <laughs> uh, he admitted he's the worst? Yeah. Uh, so he's on White Lotus. Okay. Uh, he explained during his March 6th appearance on This Is Paris podcast that he had no idea that he was showing up to a wedding when his friend called him and said, come to Paris's party. If he had known, he said he would have worn a nice suit and brought a gift. Wait a second. Yeah.
3: I've been living in a I... world where there exists a Paris Hilton podcast and I'm not listening every day.
0: I know. I know. I'm sorry. But now this is your wake up oh call. Oh, my God. I've got a lot of listening to do. Yeah, you do. So, so make sure you... Spread those out. Cannot wait. When you
3: get revelations like someone regrets
0: not being appropriately dressed for a wedding, Mm -hmm. that's a show i got to be a part of. All right, this uh, this is pretty wild. Selma Blair has been granted an order of protection against her recent ex, a guy named Ronald Carlson. And according to documents taped by TMZ, Carlson berated the actress who has multiple sclerosis for being, quote, a cripple. Before he lunged at her, grabbed her by the neck, and strangled her. These are the allegations. Throttling her and shaking her head and shoulders aggressively. Listen, I think, personally, he could be a little bit more supportive. Uh, Blair claims (laughs) that she fought him off but was unconscious by the time the police came. Carlson, who was arrested for felony domestic violence and corporal injury... Filed his own petition of restraining order against her on Wednesday, claiming that she was the aggressor. Yeah, you look at her, right? And 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 she still, I think
3: she still moves around with a cane. Yeah, she got yeah. MS, yeah. man. So, uh, yeah, that seems
0: feasible. And so, uh, the his uh, restraining order has not been uh, granted.
3: She's doing great, by the way. I remember because I, you know, following it on Instagram, she posts really. Wonderful, inspiring stuff. And uh, when she was at her lowest, she was still uh, possessed of a great attitude. And now she's made such
0: progress. It's amazing. Yep. Uh, Actor Josh Peck recently opened up to people about his struggle with drugs and alcohol addiction. The 35-year-old Drake and Josh alum from Nickelodeon uh, told the magazine that he discovered drugs and alcohol after losing more than 120 pounds in his teenage years. He said, it became clear that once I lost the weight, that I was uh, the same head in a new body. What is really clear is that I overdo things, and then I discovered drugs and alcohol, and that became my next chapter. I used food and drugs to numb my feelings, and the addiction caused him to be known in Hollywood as unstable and erratic. Jeez. Motivating him to get sober in 2008. So think about that
3: show. He had his issues, and then... Drake, right? Drake Bell, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, he's right. yeah. Um, he's yeah. had issues, and I think he was last accused of grooming a
0: uh, mm-hmm. an underage girl. That's correct. Yeah, um, so he's uh, written a book. He's trying to get his uh, his well, he dad's gotten his life under control, but apparently he was getting out of control until he uh, grabbed hold. And so you can uh, find out more of information about that. He did a show with uh, John, John Samos. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amanda Bynes took to her new Instagram account to announce the date of her conservatorship hearing. Uh, in a video dated March 7th, the Nickelodeon star said, What's up, Instagram? Amanda Bynes here. My, my court date is coming up in two weeks. I want to thank you all so much for your love and support. Peace out. Uh, e! News confirmed a hearing has been scheduled for March 22nd. In late February, Amanda had filed for uh, to to terminate her conservatorship. Which has been managed by her mother, Lynn Bynes, uh, since it was first put in place back in 2013.
3: She yeah. seems to be okay, but she got a she's doing voiceover work for Jerkmates. Preston? Oh, is no. yeah. yeah. Is uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yo,
1: ever heard of Jerkmate?
0: <laughs> I, I hope she's doing okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, I think she really does not benefit by exposure to the entertainment industry. So I, I agree. Let her do her thing.
0: It's it's wild because you can see there was a switch somewhere along the line. There's a vacancy in her eyes. Yeah. Uh where she used to be this really bubbly full the life in. uh person, hmm. and then something they call it can happen, you know I mean mentally you can, oh my God, can yeah a condition can come along, not, and not her fault no, yeah, but uh they were calling her like a young Carol Burnett, she had yeah. that kind of a talent, yeah, yeah. uh, this is great news, tenacious d. Jack Black and Kyle Gas are heading out on a fall leg of their U.S. tour, and they're going to be in Philadelphia. Yeah,
3: yeah baby, we got to yes. get them in.
0: Uh, they'll be September 11th, Sunday, uh, I think. Uh, is it yeah. so, at the Man Center? So yeah, I didn't look at the calendar case. Uh the tour serves as a belated 20th anniversary celebration their 2001 self-titled debut album and tickets go on sale this Friday. We had them on the show a couple of times, you remember,
3: when yeah. they were when they were really, you know, had just come on the scene and they they played the uh
0: the festival. Yep. Yep. And uh I've got a picture of me and Jack and and Kyle together. It was great, man. <laughs> they were they were a lot of fun, very cool. All right, this sounds uh interesting. It's a great idea. I'm curious though. Uh, and you'll understand when I read the story, but a Billy Joel biopic titled Piano Man is in the works at Michael J. White's gigantic studios with Adam Rip attached to write and direct. I love this idea. I think that'd be a great story. Sure. The biopic will follow Joel's early years from being discovered by his first manager, Erwin Mazur, at age sixteen, to playing in Long Island cover in a Long Island cover band in the nineteen sixties to his breakout performance in nineteen seventy-two that captured the attention of of Clive Davis. So maybe MMR will be involved in this. Should be. Oh. Needs How, to be. However... Billy Joel's rep says that Billy is not involved with this film, project, uh. and that no rights in music, name, <laughs> likeness, or life story will be granted. Oh, That's, Billy. Seriously
3: going to hamper this biopic. Yeah.
0: So here's the deal. Instead, Gigantic has acquired the life rights to Mazer, who managed Billy from 1965 to 1972, the year before his commercial breakthrough. Uh, Joel's hit album and song Piano Man were released in 1973. So music... Needs for the film are yet to be determined, according to the producer. So I don't know how they could pull this off. I mean, you have—he's very had, private. You had the—you um, had the Jimi Hendrix film that did not have any Jim, original Jimi Hendrix mu- music in it. Uh, it. It killed it. The, the movie tanked. Agreed. Yeah. It, it could have been. <laughs> It could have been really good.
8: There was a, a whole a series arc on uh, Thirty Rock where uh, um, it ended up being a biopic about Jackie Jorp Jump because they couldn't get the licensing rights for uh, <laughs> Janis Joplin. Joplin so. Yeah, uh, what was it? <laughs> so they went with like uh, all of these parody songs, but Jackie Jorp Jump was singing them, and I, I, I laugh every single time I hear a story like this.
0: Yeah, and and you can't you can't do a <laughs> Billy Joel music. It's all original music. It's yeah, all great yeah, too original. You know, some of the best songs ever written.
3: My first agent <laughs> ever in comedy was, um, had been friends with Billy Joel and played in a band of his called The Hassles. I think one of Joel's first bands. And I always thought, I bet you I'm going to get to meet Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: it never happened. So uh, Adam Ripp said in a statement Billy Joel has been a part of my life since my father signed him to his record label when I was four years old. His music is ingrained in my DNA and it's been a dream of mine as a filmmaker to explore. And celebrate the untold story of how Billy Joel became the Piano Man. So, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll have to wait and find what out. What they
3: should do is get the rights to Jimi Hendrix music and populate that with uh, it in the, <laughs> the, uh, the Billy Joel story. Chunk <laughs> of My Lung, Casey. It
8: was the song that she sang instead said, A Piece of My Heart. Chunk okay. <laughs> of My Lung. Yeah. That's great.
0: Uh, so, Colin Farrell. After a weekend of major box office success and critical acclaim for the Batman, it's no surprise that his Penguin spinoff series is moving forward at HBO Max. I have to tell you, this is a an, <laughs> an
3: astonishing performance. Yeah? I would defy. Wait
0: a second. You that's, didn't know it was him? Yeah. Casey, that's
3: Colin that's Farrell. That's Colin Farrell. Yeah. That's, that's Colin. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Oh I, love I love it
0: when that happens. You watch a whole movie yeah. and, and you, you have know. no idea. and. That there was a big star in one of the roles.
3: Everything from the prosthetics to the performance to the voice—you would have no idea. It's—it's uh-uh. it's all masterful work. And I said, I said to my wife, I was showing her the, the video of Colin Farrell on a talk show. I said, "See this handsome-looking guy with a pronounced
0: Irish uh, accent? That's who played Penguin." Wow, blew we her mind. Uh, So, uh, under the working title The Penguin, Farrell will go more in-depth on Matt Reeves' bumbling version of the villain. Uh, Farrell said in a statement of the world that Matt Reeves' created for the Batman is one that warrants a deeper gaze through the eyes of Oswald Copperpot. I I couldn't be more excited about continuing this exploration of Oz as he rises through the darkened ranks to become The Penguin, uh, Will be good to get him back on the streets of Gotham for a little madness and a little mayhem.
3: Yeah, the way he's written too, he's got he's got a, a lot of nuance that comes through. So I'm I'm looking forward to the series.
4: So I, I um I love it when I recognize people from right. uh, you know. I I can't believe I had, and I I feel like I even knew like months ago, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah."
3: he was going to, and. It's almost impossible to believe when you're watching the movie.
4: I mean, listen, I was watching, uh, was that, uh, Reacher, I was watching Reacher yesterday, and there's a scene in in the, where this guy is fishing on the side of this river. Right. Right? And then he was in it for like 10 seconds, he's walking away, I go, that's the guy that's in the beginning of Tommy Boy. Like, I can do that, right. but I can't. I had, you know, well, this guy's in he, the movie. But the guy wasn't wearing
3: like 30 pounds of prosthetics. No, you know?
4: but it was like 30 years later.
0: So HBO Max has given the drama spinoff a straight-to-series order, attaching Reeves to once again tap into his brilliant bat vision of Gotham. So there you go. That's going to be awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, speaking of awesome, Disney Plus dropped a new teaser Wednesday for their forthcoming series Obi Wan Kenobi. The clip shows the titular hero uh, hiding out in Tatooine while the Empire is on the hunt for the Jedi Master. Uh, the series starring Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan, <clears throat> excuse me, and Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader will premiere on Wednesday, May twenty fifth. We have a little clip of that teaser. Oh. If you'd like to play it, um, sure. Well, well, let's cue that up. I don't. I. I, I was. Uh, I have.
7: Nobody,
3: Nobody ever told me about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it uh, it looks good. I'm excited
1: for this one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Jedi I mean... cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi Code is like an itch. He cannot help it.
5: Where is he?
3: So yeah, he's I might un-
0: actually watch this one cuz he was great. Honestly,
3: yep. that that second trilogy was totally resting on his shoulders as far as the the heart and soul of the movie and he is on the run in this which looks very cool. So, um so far I thought Mandalorian was great. I thought Boba Fett was good,
4: you yeah. know. Uh but uh, I'm very excited for this one. Even cool. using some of the score from the uh yes. from episodes 1 through 3.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right, uh we're ready now for clips to play. <laughs> let's see here what do we start with not letting autism hold him back a high schooler who is determined to run a marathon and win his father's approval befriends and trains with a champion marathon runner here Major Dodson explains how important training was for his role in Tyson's run There was so much preparation I had to do laps around their, their really large parking lot they were timed I had to learn how to stretch had learned how to maintain proper form, do breathing. Um, that's that's a part of the movie. Tyson hadn't trained for it, but um if I
11: hadn't done that training, I don't think it would have worked
0: out as nicely as it did. Really? Yeah. yeah. Tyson's run opens in select theaters on Friday. Here's the next clip for you. And all my friends hate me. Pete is cautiously excited about return, reuniting with his college crew for a birthday weekend. Until one by one, they slowly turn against him. In this clip, Tom Stoughton talks about juxtaposing comedy and horror. We always wanted to play play the joke as straight as possible. We thought it'd be the, the funniest version of the joke would be one where you know everyone was playing it like it was a drama in the in the lead up to sort of the punchline or the kind of rug pull as it were you know you 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 do as much work as you can on the script um and then and then actually we were just very lucky to have such a talented director and editor i don't i don't want to, i don't think i want to see it all my friends amy opens in theaters on friday as well that's the last bit of info uh entertainment info that i have for you I this don't morning
3: no i mean you you pulled from All forms of entertainment everywhere. Every part of the world you brought it all
0: in, you siphoned it, synthesized it, and we are better for it. I left a pint of blood on the stage. There you go. (laughs) That's it, man. That's it, man. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We got wrestlers stopping by. We got actresses we're talking to. We have some things happening you'll want to stick around for this morning. We actually have a little bit of sunshine. Hey! Wasn't expecting to see that this morning. That's nice. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
2: Join Preston Elliott Saturday from 1230 to 230 at the Kimmel Cultural Campus before the Philly Pops presents Pops
9: Rock's Let It Be. Celebrating the Beatles' final release, the Fab Four's greatest hits will be performed live with a full orchestra. Info and tickets at phillypops.org slash letitbe.
0: Coming up on the program a little bit later on this morning, we're going to have actress Ally Sheedy joining us to talk about the single drunk female. We'll do that in the 9 o'clock hour. Always wanted to talk to Ally Sheedy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look at You look at her run of movies at a certain point in her career, like back, starting back with War Games and going all through, you know, all the... Breakfast, love and, breakfast yeah, yeah, St. Almost Fire. I mean, gamma yep. uh So we'll talk to her, and we also have some Impact Wrestlers that are coming in this morning. That'll be in the 8 o'clock hour, because this is a big event in South Philly. It's South Philly Showdown. Uh, the 18th and 19th, so we'll get to all that in a little bit. I got an email from somebody yesterday, and uh, I was like, oh, this would be great to talk about. And then I realized after looking a little bit further into this link that it's uh-huh. not exactly what it, it uh, I thought it was, okay? So it's a teacher slang word. So people who work in the teaching industry, it says 30 words uh, for educators only, and I thought that this was legitimate slang that was used, uh, but upon further reading, it's actually things that should be used in slang or should be slang well, terms.
3: its very existence might cause that to happen. maybe Because, maybe. Uh, you know, we were kind of talking about this, and I think a lot of occupations have uh, code speak yes. for uh, when they are in general... Yeah. Public situations. Yes. So you may not know what you're hearing. It seems rather benign, but they're actually communicating in a way you don't understand. I think that's
0: a standard. So provide mm-hmm. a good list for teachers, I'm sure they might use it. Yeah, so work terms are, are definitely, it's it's another language. Like if you went into uh, somewhere that is not your field and you're sitting, you could be lost in conversation. You don't right. know what the hell they're talking about. I mean, we use our yeah. own terms here for, you know, certain things like, you know, commercials are called spots. Yeah. And, and um you know, there's uh, the the faders, we call those pots sometimes. Or a yeah. puker. A puker, yeah, right. which well, is a uh, somebody who talks like this right. on the radio. That's a puker. <laughs> you can imagine what a prize pig is. Yep, somebody yeah. who's constantly winning everything <laughs> yeah. all the time. Right. Those are prize pigs. It has been, we didn't make that up. That's no, what it's been forever. for a long time in yeah. the industry. Yeah. Uh, so there's all kinds of, of terms that are used. And feel free to share yours, those we may not be familiar with from whatever industry you work in. So. Um, here's a couple of examples, and at first I was like, okay, I didn't know they use these words, uh, but apparently these are ones that they would hope they would use. So, uh, Crayola is a term, uh, the definition is, it, it's a, it's a riff on cray-cray, crazy off oh, okay. So using a sentence was, my class was Crayola today, I almost <laughs> lost a shiitake, my shiitake mushrooms.
7: Okay.
0: Um. I like that. So here's another one, which is, I like this one too, Shebay. Which is uh, it's a, a is an acronym where you take the initials and yes. sp- okay so uh, should have been an email S H B A E okay that staff meeting was totally shabay this oh, afternoon uh, I like that. I think there's a big it. application yeah. for that we've
3: used yes. variations on that already yeah w- when you're talking you know that's again yes. I love code speak because. A lot of times you don't want to, you know, hurt someone's feelings, yeah. or, or but you need to communicate and get the mm-hmm. message across. So you
4: have a chobe and and probably a chube So it should have and could have
0: right. right, been, right could yeah. have been an email. Yeah, chobe a chobe Uh All right. How about this one? A chopper, uh, which equals helicopter, meaning helicopter parents. parents. Yes. Okay. So using it in a sense, Josh's parents are total choppers, and it all makes so much sense now. <laughs> mm-hmm. In uh, helicopter parents, is a, that's big a slang thing. term. Yes, absolutely. Well, so Constantly hovering. All right, so for teachers, here's another potential slang term. Gray-gray. Definition is spending all night or all weekend grading papers. My weekend was totally gray-gray. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big nod to Snoop Dogg with this.
3: Uh,
9: yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, another slang term might be I-B-H. Inappropriate but hilarious. <laughs> One of my students said something so IBH today, okay. I couldn't stop myself from laughing out loud in class. That's got, as a teacher, that's got to be tough, man. When, when a kid says something that's ah. technically not supposed to be, you know, is, is off board and you find it hilarious. I used to
3: get that all the time. I, I mean, uh, I,
0: I, would, I would be the deliverer of the stuff that would,
3: <laughs> would fall into that realm. And if you could get the teacher to laugh, it was always a good good sign. I
4: didn't know what the word douche was when I was in school, right. um, but I was using it like a because uh, I had heard it before, right? And so I didn't get in trouble for it. But the teacher was like, "Dude," and I was like, "What?" I'm like, I didn't know what I was saying, but I was. It was almost like um like Batman, bam, pow. I was going like douche, douche, and, and I had <laughs> no yeah.
0: Clue. Douche, douche. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, that's like a punch sound. It right? actually yeah. is
4: douche. Yeah, that would work. I, I, I would believe you if you told me you had no idea. But I was purposely yeah. saying the word douche. I wasn't making a master out. cup.
3: Master cup. <laughs> bad, 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 bad. Yeah, go cojones, cojones, Diaphragm, diaphragm.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, here's some texts coming in. Uh, somebody who uh, this says someone who is always in the ER is known as a frequent flyer.
2: Uh-huh. A frequent flyer. <laughs> That's
0: okay. funny. Uh, I, I'd, I'd heard the term gomer. Back in the day, which was short for "Get Out of My ER," Gomer. There's Interesting a Gomer out there. Um, or it could literally be Jim Neighbors. Nick, there was one on here, and I can't say. Scroll down a little bit. Yeah, so uh, a carpenter or framer. <laughs> All right, I can't say the word, but you can. You can I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. Hair is one thirty-second of an inch. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a carpenter, I love
3: that. So no, it's just it's uh, an so a C form hair form. is one
0: thirty second of an inch. It's yes. an actual measurement.
3: Wow, I love that. What's a D
0: hair then? Uh, what's the other one you were going to uh, uh, highlight, Nick? HVAC. Yeah, yeah. All right. Rotten cotton means insulation. Yeah. Okay. I, I can like see that. that. Uh, a pookie is a duct sealant, and that's from uh, Tom uh, from Sheridan P and H. Oh, I like so that. HVAC, That's the, those are some of the terms that they use. Okay. <laughs> like I, said, I like the sea hair thing. Well, you know where you find a lot of these,
3: too? Uh, you'll find them in restaurants, Preston. or People who are working yeah. the counter at restaurants, they'll build up a second language yes. so they can assess pain-in-the-ass customers well, here's kind something. of in front of them. Here's yeah. one for
8: you, Steve. Campers. This is exactly right. from a restaurant thing. Campers are people who will not leave the restaurant. They take up the table for hours and hours. Oh. So,
3: g- g- on this issue, I... I say go in, do your talking, do your whole thing, do your socializing. But when the meal is done and you're surrounded by the refuse of your your meal, I want to leave. I don't want to sit there for another hour and a half. I know. Am I a lunatic? No, you're
4: you're not. But also, (laughs) like, what people also need to understand is, like, you know, a lot of people are not um, aware of their surroundings. If you're in a restaurant... And you notice that there's like a wait, yeah, you know, for for people to get in and sit down, and then you finish your meal, and then you just hang out. And- you don't have to be slamming everything. Finish it. As- no, you know, we're not trying. I'm not trying to rush you yeah. or anything like that. But like, if you know that there's a half hour, hour for like this happens down the shore all the time, right? So a lot of campers, as they would say, yeah, and yeah. and but but also they don't accept reservations at a lot of places down the shore, right? And so there's. A lot of waiting, yeah. a lot of waiting. So uh, you know, for me personally, I'm like, okay, let's let's get out of here. We, you know, we can go sit on the front porch. Somewhere. Right.
0: All right. Here's some other ones coming in. Uh, so somebody who's, uh, I guess, works in a liquor store says uh, people who go into the liquor store right when they open are called the breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's great. You know what? What's another one? One of our favorite
3: phrases forever has been a uh, an occupational phrase. The lot lizard.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, I got a couple of texts about the lot lizard. Uh, Somebody said in the auto industry, a BFH is short for for big effing hammer. (laughs) Uh, This is, a police officer says, okay, um, a badge bunny. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sleeps with officers. Yeah,
4: there's uh, uh, women, I'm sure men too, that dig a uniform, right? Oh, yeah. But a
0: badge bunny, I haven't heard that one before. Okay. Women who are turned on by uh, police uniforms, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I might was...
2: have been a badge bunny in my day. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you've admitted that. You like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me go to some calls. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> if you want to uh, call in with uh, your work speak, something uh-huh. we may not know, I'm going to go to Will. Hang on, I'll come back to that next. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Will, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, oh! bud. What's up, my man? So I, I am.
11: I wanted to talk about the IBH uh, teacher thing because I'm a, I'm a music teacher uh, in Montgomery County, and so a couple of years ago, I had a student. in My I teach orchestra, so a couple, and you would never think this from orchestra kids, but it happened. A couple of years ago, student came in, sat down, and he said, and he says, I have a question. What do you think the worst note on the violin is? Which is the one? Which is the one that is the worst note? And I said without hesitation, I said it's the high F on the E string. I said because when it's out of tune, it's horrible. It makes me cringe and all that. And without hesitation, and he actually dropped the F bomb. He goes, so would you say it's F'd up? And. The class starts laughing, and all I could do was turn around because I started laughing. Oh it's no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. and, I thought, like, and I looked at the kid, and I looked at the kid, and I said, "I'm supposed to be angry with you for dropping." And I said, "But that's pretty, fu- but that's that's pretty funny." That's and IBH
3: and, and cool. I mean, good for you for you know mm-hmm. just kind of letting it slide. It was, I mean, it was like you know it wasn't yeah. kindergarten. You know, they were. I, yep.
11: I just. I just I just pulled I just
0: pulled the old Major League great catch don't ever let that happen again. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, All right. Thanks. But you well, do
3: it again, you're suspended. Yeah. Appreciate
0: it, man. All right. So Nick has this one uh and this is uh these are guys working on a construction site and they call out and I've mentioned something like this before. They'll yell out caulk gun" when a sexy woman walks by. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so that's just a fra- that's just code. code uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So funny. my uncle was a chef and uh it was like table 23. Okay. Was the code when a hot girl would come in. Your table There's 23, because a- they didn't have a table 23. Oh, <laughs> okay. So table 23. And and they would they would say that, and, so if you're- and they would look out well, into the restaurant. This is
8: another one along those lines. <laughs> this is for
0: restaurant industry. Uh, soup table four, which means uh, hot chick table four. Soup okay. table.
3: So you do these soup things. Table. This is replaced, of course, the much and rightfully maligned wolf whistle.
0: Right, exactly. And, well, and it's not for them to know. The wolf whistle would be whistling at the person and get a reaction. This is just amongst the workers there, Mm -hmm. just to take notes. A discreet assessment. So what what, what, what is the, uh, what was your... uh... Like table 23. Table 23. There there was whatever table didn't number didn't exist. It was like one number above the the actual amount of tables they had there. And uh, that would cause the cooking staff to all look up and uh, see an attractive woman walking in. All right, let me go to uh, let me go to Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning.
12: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you?
0: Good, buddy. What's up, man?
12: Hey, so I worked on uh, golf courses my whole life, uh, and used to be a summertime disease called brown patch um, that would really destroy the grass. So okay. we would have a whenever there was a hot girl playing, we uh, we name it pink patch. So we would all have radios; <laughs> we say pink patch. Pink patch, patch on, on number two fairway. You might want to go check it out. <laughs> So
3: wow. Patch. All right. Well, look. this seems to be a common topic here.
0: Having a code. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh. Pink patch. All right. Thanks. And yeah. I wonder if uh, if ladies have that for a hot guy that walks in, if there's a, yeah. uh, a code oh, right, right. phrase that they will use as well. Um, what is this one saying? Do they have one at Floral and Hardy Academy? <laughs> it... All right. Here's one in the military. Somebody who screws everyone over is known as a blue falcon in the military, which means buddy effer. Oh, so he screws your, he yeah. screws your pal over. All right. uh. Um, we'll go over to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hi, Jen. You're on the air. Good morning. Is your name Jen? Are you a special ed teacher? A <laughs> this one, on. this one is a little. All right, uh, this one is a little.
4: Uh, I. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you're reading. You're reading yes. the description there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, we're skipping that one? Yeah, I would skip that one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, we don't want to do that. Maybe it was better. Spanking it in school. Uh, I will go next to, uh, let's see, I have Dan on the line. Hi, Dan, good morning.
12: Dan R? Yes. Yes. Dan R, what's up, buddy? Uh, We have a whole list of terminology we use at work and if you got to take a notch out of something i'm a carpenter you, it, it needs a ralph nachio <laughs> <laughs> that's great back to the sea hair thing we had a guy on site that didn't realize it was a sea hair and thought it was a sea hair like the ocean <laughs> we laughed for like a day every time anything somebody needed a sea hair off we'd all just start talking like pirates well dan you have a
3: couple others that are listed up here give us some more in the ralph nachio vein
12: uh, if you got to move it a little, little bit, it's a snidge Pinciotti. <laughs> a little shout to that '70s show. You got Slib Tyler, John Travolta. If you got uh, a bolt, oh <laughs> my <John God>. Travolta! <laughs> I love Travolta. That is great. <laughs> I if love it. Pack out. You need a pack out. It's a Manny Pacquiao. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the list goes it. on. It makes I it fun. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. And do they they come up? Uh, you know, just off the cuff a lot of times. Oh, all the time, all the
12: time. It. I love it. All
8: right,
0: thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, man. You guys rock. Have a great day. You too, man. There's a lot of uh, code for hot women walking into certain places. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. All right, so here's one for this This person works at Primo's Hoagies. and mm-hmm. says, we used to say, uh, can you check the chicken? Uh, when a good-looking woman was walking, <laughs> I wonder how many times people actually check the chicken you know, okay. before they
3: realize what was going on. There is no chicken. Uh,
0: <laughs> let's see. I will go to, uh, let's go to Rob next. Hey, Rob, good morning. Good morning, bitches. Good morning, bitch. What's <laughs> up, man? Hey, uh, so I do tree work. Um,
12: you know, just Rob from Boss County, do tree work, and if, you know, climbing the tree, if uh, you know you need to get out on the limb, so you got to walk away from the trunk. So you're you're, you're tied in. You got to walk all the way out on the limb to prune something. But somebody's too scared yeah. to walk out on the limb, or inexperienced, they stay really close to the trunk, and we call them a crotch cricket. <laughs> a, crotch a crotch cricket. cricket. So, yeah, so explain. A, a, because because the union of the, the the branch that comes off of the tree is called a crotch, or okay. a union, but, so we call it a crotch a lot of times. Okay. So if you can't, if you're too scared, your knees are shaking. I got it. Don't have the experience. <laughs> I can't walk out the limb. It's like, get out on the limb, your crotch cricket. <laughs> I, I, I would.
3: I'd laugh so much. I think I would just I'd go out you're just small. because. Of, yeah, it was so pleasant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. Crotch awesome,
0: cricket. Man. I love it. Thanks, Rob. Cool. Right, Come on, you crotch cricket. It, move it! <laughs> All right, we need to go to Sharon because here's uh, when a hot guy comes in. We have something uh, at a restaurant. Hi, Sharon. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Sharon. Okay, what type of work do you do?
9: Well, this is when I was working at a deli, and me and my friends, when a hot guy would walk in, we would say, "That's a Bob." That's a and Bob. That,
7: and okay.
9: then one guy would come in all the time, and my girlfriend would say, "That's a Bob," and I would be like, "No, no way." Well, she ended up marrying him. <laughs> wow. He always said, "I never had to worry about you, I'll, you know, <laughs> look at my husband because you didn't like him from the beginning." Oh, that's <laughs> fun.
7: Yeah, just,
9: that's a Bob. I, and
3: it's yep. it's that's fun a having Bob. that that second language. I'm sure you share a language with your wife.
0: Oh yeah, yeah! Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so trying it's to the I, same thing. I, and I, I can't think of any terminology right now, but we definitely have some some things that we will say. Yeah, that are, uh, some tor- some sort of code speak.
4: We um back in my uh, Posh monkey days. um... <laughs> And my kids are listening, whatever. Uh, I don't smoke pot anymore. Um, we would... Uh, just to be clear. Just to be clear. Um, but when we were, like, on the phone, we'd be like, yo, was Bob coming over? And Bob was the... Oh, um, yeah. The, the, That's... The, hey, you hanging out with Bob tonight? You know, um, are you bringing Bob with you? Oh. Yeah. So, uh, but pot, you probably shouldn't smoke, right? Yeah.
7: <laughs> the more you
4: know.
3: More. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I stepped in with that PSA.
4: But though. dude, I did have a friend who was like totally not even discreet about it. He'd be like, "Cause you would just try and use it." And, and, hey, Bob coming over? Hey, bring Bob with you? Like, hey, but he'd be like, "Hey, is Bob coming?" Yeah, be you're dad? making it sound yeah. suspicious, anyway. And when I say
3: Bob, I mean Bob. Yeah. If yeah. you're young, best to stay away from that stuff.
4: I <laughs> was an adult.
0: <laughs> All right, here's uh text says at summer camp, we'd call hot sisters or mom's Stanley and hot brothers or dad's were Stacys. Um, wow, that's complex. Yeah, it says, "Yo, did you see that Stanley at archery as an example?" So, I think it wouldn't it be the other way around, the hot
2: Yeah, maybe they meant.
0: Mom's and sisters would being, be Stacys. You know, it's sneaky. Or maybe they were being, being sneaky. Yeah.
3: Do you know it's funny and it has an age well-preston in the movie Clueless they refer to hot guys as a Baldwin. A bald Right now, that would not really hold up.
0: Here's another one that says, we work with cars. Uh, wait, there's a viral TikTok of workers making monkey noises when management is coming. Uh, we <laughs> well, that's work,
7: not discreet.
0: We work with cars. <laughs> Explorers are uh, Exploders. Uh, Toyotas are Toy Yoda. Well, that yeah, the that's same. Good, yeah. Tacomas are Tacos. And <laughs> Ford Escapes are Escapee. <laughs> uh dory from finding nemo okay so they just they use uh, little phrases for different uh products uh i'm gonna go to matt we're talking about uh at work jargon yo matt good morning nine times nine, nine, <laughs> times. Yes, nine yeah. times nine wow. times wow <laughs> nine times nine times nine times <laughs> what's up man
5: all right, so I'm a union electrician, right? And uh, when we're on a job, if we got a foreman that'll spend, like, every second of every workday just staring at you while we
12: work, we call him a bird dog. <laughs> a
0: bird, bird dog, yeah. That's great. Yeah. And w- would a bird dog know what that means, or is that just your own, your your group of guys' language?
5: Oh, no, they know what it means. They know what it means. <laughs> All right, yeah,
0: gotcha. absolutely know. It's a standard industry term. Yeah. All right, thanks, Matt.
5: Matter of, matter of fact, a lot of us have stickers on our hard hat
12: to have, like, a pointer hand <laughs> with the uh, circle <laughs> and the, the line through it.
0: With a line No
12: bird it. dogs. Yeah. All right,
0: yeah. thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go over to, uh, I, I don't know who this is. Hi, you're on the air. I have no name for you. You work in a restaurant? Good morning. Good morning. Yes, that's you. Hi, what is your... Oh, it's. I'm
2: sorry. I said Amanda, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so I used to work in a restaurant as most um, young kids did before my big girl job. And we used to track mullets <laughs> that walked in.
0: Okay, and how would you so, indicate that?
2: So if you make like an L with your hand, an upside down L was a man mullet, you know, because it's got the. This- your finger's pointing down like the back of the mullet. Oh. But a regular L was a lady mullet. Okay. And
9: so we would, like, you know, put it up on our chest and say 23. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd walk by and be like, oh, that's, a, you know, like, so whenever we saw a mullet, it was like. <laughs> so
3: So to, to explain what you're talking about, if you were to do, like, a hand pistol and point the the, the uh, barrel to the ground, yeah. right, that, that that would be a man mullet.
12: That's a man. Model. Okay.
0: I love it. And then you're, then the and number like was the, like a loser symbol. Right. right? Gotcha. Amazing and th- so you would do that and then give a number. And would that coincide with a table?
3: With the table. There you yeah. go.
0: <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. Thank you, Amanda. And
3: frankly, I'm always happy not knowing, you know, obviously it's, it's, this is being carried
0: on away from your knowledge and that's probably best. Um, okay. Let me go to, let me go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Good morning.
9: That's
0: Zooks. Zooks. Zooks, I, Michelle.
9: I worked overnight at a CVS, and my supervisor and I, we would, um, I'd be in the front and he'd be in the back. And um, I would announce a code Q when a hot guy came in. <laughs> and uh, we would have a game. He would have to go around the store and find who I was talking about. <laughs> to
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's great. That. Especially so, in overnight. So you would do that on the intercom in the store?
9: yeah yeah um that's great my supervisor was uh you know gay and uh he was always looking for people and and i would just announce you know (laughs) code q that was for cutie and he would have to walk around and find who i was talking about love it
0: that's excellent (laughs) i love it that's great all right thank you michelle all right casey which line uh two david all right let me go to him hi uh david good morning good morning folks hey what's up buddy I'm a juvenile probation officer, and I work in the
12: house arrest with the devices on the ankles. Okay. (laughs) And we get a lot of recidivists.
13: That's the terminology. But
12: um, usually they like you, and they're being very friendly because they like that somebody's treating them with respect and talking to them and
11: paying attention.
12: Right. Or they really hate you, and they're angry at you. (laughs) So uh, we'll call them your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your son or your daughter. Like if it's a female probation officer going out there, oh, your boyfriend's here. (laughs) Repeat
0: oh, offender. That's it. Keep coming back. Okay. That's the standard. Oh. Yeah. So a boyfriend I think your girlfriend that, yeah. uh would be a term for a repeat offender. I gotcha. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Uh let's go to uh let's go to Kenny. Hey Kenny, good morning. Yeah! yeah. That's what we do when an attractive person comes <laughs> into the office. Yeah. We're
12: really discreet, yeah, we're very about, discreet it. about it. Yeah.
0: What's up, Kenny? Hey,
12: how's everybody? Yeah, um, Good. I used to work in a big uh, logistics plant, warehouse type of deal. It was a hundred thousand square foot building. Wow, and a uh, lot of guys working packing boxes. And the bosses were tough. They wanted to make sure you're working a million miles a minute. And they would walk around at each department. And we had a code. It was ten, like the number ten. When okay. they were coming, All right? Uh, and we were getting close because the, the head manager was a tall slender guy and the owner was a short fat guy so next to each other they look like the number 10 so that was
7: <laughs> that's
3: excellent that's
0: excellent yes <laughs> oh my god it's like hot dog and hamburger right Totally. and you call it out and they would know they'd be on the way nice all right uh how about uh military jargon we're gonna go to jeremy hey jeremy good morning Hey, good morning, Gadzook. buddy. Yeah, hey, I'm your first-time caller. Excellent. Oh, cool. Appreciate it, man. All right, you
12: were military, Jeremy? Yeah, so I was in the military for six years, and uh, whenever we did uh, uh, guard duty, we would, uh, you know, somebody who just didn't have any of their stuff together, we'd be like, oh, that's an ID10 tango right there.
3: ID10 tango, and what does that mean?
2: So that's idiots
3: in the phonetical. Yeah, because when you
8: write it out, yeah, (laughs) ID10 Tango. Yeah, I got it.
2: I think I might use that one. (laughs) That's
0: great. Uh, Sounds so official. (laughs) ID10 Tango. Nice. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Let's uh, go over here to Justin. Hi, Justin. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right. So we're talking about uh, at work speak jargon. And what would you guys use? And what did you do?
5: Uh well, basically whenever any good-looking girl or whatever came in, we'd say, "Uh, so and so, whatever the name is, that was working next to me." Yep. We would say line line six.
0: Line six. Line six. We didn't
5: have a line six on the phone or anything, so we kind of <laughs> like do like you know what I mean.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah. So it's, and where where was this? You were working, Justin.
5: Uh. I'm what an type auto of work? Auto technician. Auto technician. Okay. All right. Okay. I got you. So,
0: yep. So, line six, and that was the phrase, and everybody knew it. Yes, sir. That nice.
3: seems to generate, obviously, uh, identifying attractive people is definitely a large part of Codespeak.
0: Yep. Uh, we'll go over to Don next. Hey, Don, good morning. Good morning. What's up, buddy?
2: Hey, so um, I used to work at Victoria's Secret, and around the holiday time, we would have a lot of people trying to steal stuff. So,
5: the code word, if someone was trying to steal something, was I think we got a Susie.
3: A Susie. (laughs) Susie. Now, what was that based on? Just a random selection of a name, or does it have any meaning beyond that?
5: A a Susie is just like someone that's probably going to steal something, like
2: around the holiday time it's really big like a lot
5: of
3: people like the perfumes and bras I don't know you're right so so in in, in malls if you've ever had a, a mall job or a store job at, you know where there's it's there's a lot of inventory a lot of people coming in and out they there are a lot of code words for people they believe are shoplifting so yeah
0: that yep that makes sense yep i like susie yep. thank you very much uh let me get one more this is uh dave this should be interesting hey dave <laughs> i want to take you out back this and- <laughs> all, all right. of you. Right now, I'll take it
12: physically. <laughs> That's
3: very well done.
12: Get away from me. So, um, I used to work at a theme park, Sesame uh, Place, in the area, right. and uh, I was in the parks department where we'd clean up all the spills, you know, and bathroom accidents. Well, any. Incident that had a correlation to one of the characters, we use that color. So if there was a blood incident, you have a code Elmo. Oh my God. <laughs> if there was a, a P incident, it'd be a code Big Bird. And the greatest one that I show you to this day is if there was a Brown incident, it would be called a code snuffy. <laughs> snuffy.
0: Was it's this,
2: like, all I, the employees knew this, or this was just you and the guys you worked with?
0: That, this
12: was the actual codes that would go over the radio. Oh, my God, my, God that's my really My Aunt pretty. Chris, who works at a hospital in the area, actually found them so hilarious that she took the codes... Into her hospital and heard her staff now use those throughout the hospital. So, well. P,
0: and
3: big. Chris, B- I love you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. P, P is big bird, uh, blood is elmo, and uh, cephalopods yep. is, <laughs> uh, is poo. crap. Yeah. Yeah. I love yep, that, Dave.
0: Throw up, throw up would be uh, Oscar. Oscar, I knew it. Yep, yep. Well done, excellent. Oh, it's so magical Dave. here. They keep making <laughs> announcements. By uh, myself, I'll take you physically. I got, I got to go to this one. Okay, so I, I don't know what Ben did, where he works, but this is interesting. Hey, Ben. Good morning. Hi, Ben. You're on the air, bud. Is your name Ben? I'm Tim. Tim, Tim. it's Ken. Oh, Tim or Tim. Tim, Tim. Hi, right, Tim. All right, so what what kind of work did you do, Tim?
11: So I, I have a construction company,
12: and it's a small company. It's me and two guys, and we're working on this uh, house on a park. And there's tons of women walking by. So if a woman walked by and had big breasts, <laughs> we're always we're always playing the radio. So we'll put on, see, uh, play the John Mellencamp song. Okay. Mellon. A woman with a large butt will yell out, Wayne Gretzky, because he's number 99. 99 can look like a nice butt with two
7: legs.
12: <laughs> <laughs> See, it's... Wayne There Gretzky. is a, there, It's thought out
3: there. Yep. The
0: Melon Camp and Wayne Gretzky. It I makes sense. It. All right. <laughs> thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. All right. So if you're in an establishment and you're a customer and you hear something that doesn't make any sense at all to you, right. they might be talking about you, for all you know. You never possible. know. There's a secret language. All right, thank you for sharing, gang. We appreciate that, all the calls, all the texts, but we got to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We have bizarre file stories, and after that, we have Impact wrestlers stopping in. We have Ali Sheedy on the show as well. Hang in there. We'll be back shortly.
6: Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com.
2: Podcasts, Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File Editions
14: along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com.
6: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. the file time. Now, WMMR presents Desire. Preston and Steve's
1: Bizarre Desire.
0: File! file. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. Leaks, clogs, or cold weather, Horizon Service can, Services can resolve that plumbing to-do list fast. Uh, and it's fixed or installed the same day as your confirmed appointment, or, appointment or it is free. Visit horizonservices.com slash easy book to book in 30 seconds. All right, so I found this interesting. An ancient rock said to contain an evil demon has cracked open in Japan. Uh oh, oh. Yes, uh, the rock where it is known as the Killing Stone and has it's split in two in Japan. Legend says that the volcanic rock is the home to the nine tailed fox known as the Tamamamam Nomei. And as these those who come into contact with the rock will die.
2: <laughs>
0: Folklore also says the rock continually spews out poisonous gas. So <laughs> now that the rock has split, some are nervous to visit the tourist hotspot where it sits in the mountains of Tochigi. Uh, Japanese officials are still trying to decide... What to do with the rock? Well, I wouldn't go near it. And some on Twitter are expressing their fears about what the split could mean. It is a demon rock. It is thought that uh, rainwater may have gotten inside the rock and caused the damage. But yes, it's known as the Killing Stone, and it is an ancient rock that contains an evil demon. You know, so.
3: you'd be very dismissive of it, and then you'd start to get up close to it, and you go, "What if it's true?"
0: true? I know, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's just exactly. a stupid. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, A 17-year-old boy scaled a tree at an Indiana park to rescue a cat that he saw up in the branches on Saturday afternoon. Rescuers say he climbed up 35 feet into the tree in Holiday Park before realizing that he wouldn't be able to make it down safely. So he became a crotch cricket. A crotch cricket, <laughs> yeah, as our last segment uh, revealed to us. The Indianapolis Fire Department says the boy's position did not allow the same ease for getting down, <laughs> and they had to use a rope system to lower him to safety. Poor guy. To the ground after about two hours. I think we've all been at that. When, you, when you're climbing trees as a kid, occasionally you'll hit that. Now, how do I get down moment? Totally. Uh, the teen was checked out by medics and released to his parents with just a few scrapes. But the cat remained in the tree. On Monday, it was revealed the cat's owner ended up hiring a private company to go up there and retrieve her pet. That happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. My friend
4: Matt, he was stuck on a garage roof for, like, hours because he was so afraid to get down. Oh, he no. got up there, and then he was like, oh, my gosh, I can't. And he he, he just wouldn't. He would not come down. Did someone eventually bring a ladder? Uh we know what we he's ended still up, up there. No, he's still <laughs> up there. No, what we ended up doing was getting um a whole bunch of like boards and basically building a ramp for him to like shimmy down. <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> all right. Stay <laughs> off the roof. Nobody had a ladder. No. Yeah. Okay. Rising TikTok star Chosen Terrell Hanna has been arrested by the FBI after investigators were able to connect him to a string of armed robberies that took place in the Metro Detroit area. The 22-year-old was identified As he was seen dancing on TikTok and what has been described as his stick-up shoes that he would wear. Well, that's an interesting angle. Investigators noticed that Hannah was wearing a pair of white Nikes with red highlights that were spotted directly at the scene of the crime. (laughs) Stick-up shoes. As investigators were gathering evidence, they used over a dozen TikTok videos by Hannah to build the case. Known on TikTok as Chosen World, his account has over 150,000 followers with video content ranging from dancing to comedy. And admitted to robbing four stores after investigators raided his home. The robberies took place over a three-month period. All four robberies had a similar storyline, leading investigators to believe that this was the act of a single individual. Kathy, what shoes do you prefer for an armed robbery?
2: (laughs) My sneakers, of course.
0: And witnesses described the same outfit each time. At one of the robberies, investigators were able to notice that the suspect had pink or red (coughs) hair peeking out from his black ski mask. Yeah. Uh, And there had been another identifier that could be seen in the TikTok videos, but the shoes are what really led them uh, to him. Uh, he is charged with robbery. The charges could result in more than a 20-year sentence. And he was doing well on TikTok. He could have made a career, possibly. Sometimes you have a hobby that you just can't give up, I guess so. <laughs> All right. In North Carolina, a television news report says that a school bus driver was suspended after three families said the driver swabbed their children's mouths and paid them money. Oh. And since that report, several calls have come into the television station from viewers saying that they have heard similar stories. Families claim nearly a dozen children were paid $5 by their bus driver to take a mouth swab and give personal information, calling it a COVID-19 test. Uh Number one, they don't do COVID tests like that. No. And they don't know why this guy was doing it. None of it was approved by the district. So obviously, police are looking into this, and I don't really have any other details. Could have
3: been worse. Remember, for a while, there
0: were rumors of a rectal thro- uh, swab? No. A rectal yeah, swab. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. You are correct. Yes. A Mississippi assistant principal was fired from his job after he read a children's book that was called I Need a New Butt to Second Graders <laughs> last week during a Zoom class. Toby Price, who had been the assistant principal at Gary Road Elementary School, said that uh, the book is a favorite of his, and he grabbed it to read it to the students after a guest reader didn't show up. He said uh, that he uh, that he's read the book, which he's described as funny and silly, and has suggested reading a, it has a suggested reading age of six to ten years old uh, to children at other schools. There's never been a problem. So the publisher's synopsis of the book uh, by the author Don McMillan says, A young boy suddenly notices a big problem. His butt has a huge crack. So he sets out to find a new one. Will he choose an armor-plated butt? A rocket butt? Find out in this quirky tale of tale, which features hilarious rhymes and delightful illustrations. So it's a children's book. Yeah, it's a yeah. joke. It's funny. They got fired for this? Yeah. The termination letter price was sent from the superintendent of the Hines County School District superintendent said... Uh, reading the book showed, quote, a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment what? and caused, quote, unnecessary embarrassment. And it's not clear who complained about the book. So, what the isn't that hell? stupid? I don't like it's that. Like Captain Underpants. It's my like... favorite John Grisham book. I I need a new butt. But I'll tell you what, um, think I'm thinking I'm going to read it now. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like these banned books. No, I want to read that. All right. And then we'll end with this An Idaho man. Broke a Guinness World Record by spinning a set of Poi balls 83 times in one minute. Poi <laughs> balls? I didn't know what it was. And then I saw the video. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Do you remember like uh, ravers would put um, like glow sticks on the yep. end of uh, yeah. on the end of uh, strings oh, I got you. and spin yeah. them around? Yes. Yep. It's like that, but they're balls at the end. Okay. Right. And so David Rush, who has broken more than 200 Guinness records oh, <laughs> to promote STEM education said he wanted to take on the record for the most poi weaves in one minute while on vacation in Italy, and his first attempt was in front of the famous Leaning Tower of Pisa. Uh, Rush said his strings became tangled at the fifty-six mark, second mark, uh, ending the attempt, and some nearby police asked him to relocate. The next attempt at Le Corniglia Cinco Terra ended with 83 poi weaves in one minute. And uh, it was enough to break the previous record of eighty. You would think this would be
3: something that you you know some if someone got good enough they could do it for much longer than I that. Yeah. The,
0: well, no, it's not. It's how many weaves they do in one minute. Oh, I not, see. It's not it's not length. But still,
3: it's, we're looking at it. It looks like like someone who's mastered. Oh, well, okay. He now he's pretty speed, damn fast. Yeah.
0: So yeah, like I always wanted to to play around with that. Do that thing.
4: Oh, yeah. You get them to light up and stuff. It looks really cool.
0: Yep. All right. So, anyhow. You <laughs> to <wear> a <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> I love That's the... That's like uh-huh. seeing somebody hit themselves with an the It's the best. The best. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. There's uh-huh. a whole,
3: you know... Bang. Home. Oh. We're fans of a website that is uh, just horrible martial artists oh, and, or people who believe that they've you know they've watched videos, so now they're you know uh, yeah. a judo champion or whatever.
0: Yep. And when they break
3: out the weapons, when they break out the nunchucks, you're in for a good time.
0: Yep, totally. All right, that's it. That is what I have in the b file for you. We're going to take a break when we return. We are going to have guests in the studio from Impact Wrestling and brand new music from Black Keys. Wild Child will be played next. Stay put. We'll be right back. Preston, can you name every animal that is mentioned in a Beatles song? come on, man. You already put me through that once on the spot. Don't make me do it again. You just watch the Preston Surprise Beatles trivia game on the Daily Rush, and that way you'll see how I did. You can test your own Beatles knowledge against mine while you watch it.
4: Up now on WMMR.com.
0: Real quick, I got an email. By the way, our guests are uh, running a little bit late, so we'll get them on in a little bit. But, um... I got this email, Kathy. This will speak uh, directly to you. This is from uh, Kelly, who emailed and said, <clears throat> "She said, first of all, we appreciate all the love that your show has shown for Jake's Bar throughout the years, especially when Jake passed away. This is in Westchester, right? Yes. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, he was one of a kind and a true legend." Jake was a private family man, and your show provided an awesome tribute to him and the bar that he created. In so many ways, Jake's bar hasn't changed a bit. He created a bar where uh, you know that you belong as soon as you walk in the door. It's been a weird two years, but one thing has stayed the same. A dollar draft and a game of shuffleboard makes everything (laughs) better. Uh, And as you may remember, we were nominated for the Barstool Sports best bar competition last year and made it to the final four. That's pretty damn good. And we are still surprised that we made it so far in the competition because Jake's was clearly in a league of its own compared to the other bars. We seem to be the only small corner bar in the bracket, and it was the greatest distraction from a crazy year. Uh, She said that the Barstool Sports best bar competition is a March Madness bracket-style competition where Twitter users uh, tweet a specific hashtag for their bar of choice ours being hashtag best bar Jakes. Uh, Voting for the top 128 closes on Friday at 3 p.m. If we win, we move to the next round and voting takes place again. And since this is basically a Twitter popularity contest, and we know you speak to so many Jake regulars on a daily basis, uh, we were hoping that you could give us a tweet and remind some of the others to vote. We truly appreciate any support you provide. At the end of the day, we intend to stay true true to Jake's bar, And we know this is a fun game that doesn't really change much. We'll still open at 8 a.m. the next morning regardless. (laughs) So that is from Kelly, and she is Jake's daughter-in-law. Okay. uh, Who emailed in.
2: I Uh, mean, if there was, uh, there's a few places that would describe my entire college career, and Jake's is absolutely one of them. I lived um, one block from Jake's, so we pretty much started every night. There and is it.
3: Is it true that they they open up at that time in the morning?
2: Oh yeah, and and you know, and the thing about Jake's is it attracts obviously the college kids. Um, it attracts the alumni who go back. That's like the first place we'll go, right? And then you'll see locals sitting in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know as well so it's I mean Among amongst to everyone amongst everybody and it's small it's it's a tiny place yeah
0: I've I've been in there and I was like wow this is it it's like an a, yeah. you know it's like a hallway
2: it's yeah it's pretty much a hallway but they yeah. have the huh. shuffleboard huh. and they've got the the mugs of beer you can buy a pitcher for like well when I was there I think the pitcher was 450 and the the beers were 50 cents but it's up to a dollar now
0: right that's great yeah I, love that. I
2: mean and the, and the shirts are Famous, mean you know, people will go back and buy the shirt. Just it's the exact same shirt. It's been the exact same shirt since I've been there. They just changed the year on it. That's cool. So,
4: <laughs> Kath, I couldn't wear that shirt because I've
0: never been there.
2: Oh, you feel like you have to go oh. to right? Yeah. Like yeah. by the way, she
0: wants to send us some shirts. She wants oh, to send yeah, totally. uh, sizes so we can get shirts. You you can't wear it because you've never been in there before. I
4: almost feel like it's it's a, um, uh, a poser. That's what it is. Oh, I've never been Batman, but I wear Batman shirts. Yeah, no, but, but you, you like Batman, Batman. I do. Yeah. Like Nobody's yeah. ever been Batman. Yeah. I mean, if s-
2: people will, <laughs> I've seen people. In like other countries, like like in the Caribbean, and you're like Jake's Bar, Westchester. You know, like people will point it out. So I kind of get that. Like if you've never been there, and right. somebody's going to point that out, you're going to be like, oh well, yeah, I don't know, I don't really know about well, it. I
3: think you can wear it. So, like there's a whole thing, a fascination with getting shirts from what they call dive bars, yeah. And then and that and and just having the collection of them. Yeah. I don't think it's it's necessarily mandatory that you've been to the bar. Yeah, never. Steve. I think I
0: saw like a dive bar T-shirt. Club like yeah. like a, like a um, where they send you the shirt regularly yeah. like a box uh, okay. or one of those uh, services you're just a
3: fan of dive bars yeah yeah
0: because uh, a lot of times they have interesting artwork and you know kind but of I fun. feel like
4: if I'm from the area I, I gotcha. should at least have been there and gotten the shirt there
0: what's your food like. Jake's. What food? Okay. It what was, are they what, serving uh, at 8 a.m.? Just uh,
2: booze? F- food. It was, a, hot it was a hot dog machine where they were, and Dwayne, the bartender, which I'm interested to know if he still works there. If you ordered food, he gave you, like, the evil eye. He grabbed the hot dogs. He threw them in the, like, uh, whatever that little machine was, <laughs> forgot about them, and you'd be like, hey. We ordered that hot dog six <laughs> hours ago. Uh, and he pull Sounds it out and, and hands it to you, oh, yeah, no, food wasn't really, that's not why you went to Jake's.
0: By the I way, I was uh, a charcuterie board. <laughs> I got a text that says, uh, I started my 21st birthday there at 8 a.m. <laughs> Wow, oh, yeah. that's okay. great, it,
2: it was such, I mean, that was the place, if it rained, if it snowed, if it was windy, if it was sunny. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like those no days where what. you're like, oh my God, it's so beautiful out. Let's go to Jake's. Right.
8: There was a, a dive bar in my college town in Lewisburg. It was called the Bull Run-In. And when I was in college, it was uh, it was a dump. You know, it was a nice dive bar that you would go to and have a $5 pitcher's calf. And uh, when I went back a few years later, they had renovated it and made it really nice. And I was like, no. I, I don't want this to be nice. <laughs> I want my my feet to stick to the floor every time I walk in. You know, it was like, it, it was. The atmosphere was everything. Well, yeah, and and that's the beauty of a dive bar. The, Casey, there's that place in um, uh, Clearwater. I was going to talk about
4: that. Mahoffers. Mahoffers, yeah. And they're like, it's, it's cheap, right? They will never, ever, ever fix that place. They can't. Yeah. They would have to tear it down in order to fix it up. <laughs> they, they would never be able to go in. And that's the charm, right? Yeah, that is the absolute charm. And that is probably my favorite bar I've ever been to and I've only ever been there as a sober person. And I was like, this place, I mean, I felt like I was walking into a cave, like a dungeon. Oh, that is
2: Dwayne. So Dwayne is, I'm sorry, I I just realized the picture that was up in our studio is him. Uh, But you know what I was going to say about Jake's is that, you know, um, the rat was also you know people yes. everybody went to the rat in westchester yep. but that's gone and 15 north people went there that's yeah, gone yeah. It, it's something else a lot of people a lot of places have changed over jakes has been the same the entire mm. time so
3: is rat is the, the rat every college i'd go to and to it, stand up at every college had a rat yeah so uh was so that was just an adopted name or was there in fact a like company a, that provided bars for no i think it's like a german um a, a name for like a, a beer hall. Okay, like okay. the, the, the rat.
2: Yeah, it wasn't color. right. It wasn't yeah. a chain.
3: Okay, because they all they all looked the same. I, I mean, never, there was
0: a uniformity to them. I never went in the rat. I've been in Jake's. I went just go to 15 North, but I never went in the rat. It looks like there was always like a there was a crowd of people out front usually. Oh and yeah, that yeah. was like yeah, I'm like that's too much. I don't want to
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it was so great. Too much. I mean, listen for for me. Yeah, as a twenty one year old, it yeah. was cruising. We had yeah. the greatest time. Oh yeah, it up, ladies. It's
0: perfect for you. I was already. Near pushing 30 at that point. So. Yeah, remember I told you, I used to
2: go to the rat. My uh, girlfriend was the bartender, one of the bartenders there. And uh, I would go with a dollar. And and our goal was for me to leave with the dollar. And oh, she, okay. And she would go to, like, guys at the bar and she'd be like, oh, my friend over there, you should buy her a drink. Oh. And, or they'd order something and she'd go, do you want to do two and buy for the girl? It wasn't just me, but, you know, the girls yeah. over there. And, yeah, you know, yeah. the guys were like, yeah, sure.
4: <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> we uh, we only had the trap. And uh, there were other bars Near or sinus, but like people would be like, Yeah, oh, we're gonna go to the office. It's like, okay, have fun over at the office. We're gonna go to the trap. Like, nobody went anywhere else except trap, for trap. <laughs> I remember it, those commercials. Yeah, but Nick, the um, they also redid the trap after I had graduated. Uh-huh. Um, and you I, don't I understand
8: I just, why the owners would, <laughs> but it, it
4: takes away well, well I wish they would have and- done it while we were there, okay. not after you know, because like they, the men's room was. Tiny. I mean, it was. Uh, I think it had room for like one toilet and like one of those like quarter sinks, oh. and that was it. Do you remember the bathroom at Finnegan's Wake? Oh, mm. jeez, It was disgusting.
2: That well, was that the worst bathroom.
4: That
3: yeah. was
2: the worst bathroom I think I've ever been in. Oh, no, <laughs> What been the
0: hell bathroom? is going on in here? Let me go to. Uh, hang on here. Mike wants to comment on uh, Jake. Say hey, Mike. Good morning.
9: Good morning, guys. Hey, what's, what's up, happening? Man? So uh yeah Jake's uh Jake's is a spot in Westchester. I was not a local to Westchester. I actually uh, moved up after college and uh I was a bartender at Moss there and after it's like the the go-to spot. All the bartenders, all the service people go to go to Jake's after their shift ends. Okay, so the only spot that's still open. Yep. Yeah. But um I actually uh met my wife there um actually when uh she was going to Westchester. But it's the spot Dwayne's the guy um all the girls like make a point like right before they graduate to get a picture with a big picture of Dwayne before they leave. He gets a big kick out of it. Mike, <laughs> is he still there? Oh, he's still there. He's the <laughs> nicest guy ever. Like he, he's like one of those guys. Like it's like cheers. Like everybody knows your name. Like the guy. Like once you talk to him once, he knows your name forever.
3: Would, no, would no, you think he would remember you?
9: Does he
2: know you? You know what? I went in years um, he after.
9: Might, honestly. Oh, both of you no, guys. Yeah, Oh, yeah. 100. He'd know you.
2: I went in years <laughs> later after I had graduated. I mean, years, years, and I walked in, and I don't know if he knew my name, but he definitely recognized me. Waved, said hi. I used to. <laughs> so we. Thanks, lived...
0: Mike. Appreciate it. I
2: said to... we lived uh, one block away. And and so I would call Dwayne and say, uh, is is Alexis there? Like instead of just walking to find out if she was there. You know, we didn't have cell phones then. So I would call Dwayne and, and he'd be like, Yeah, she's here. I'm like, All right, I'll be right down. Thanks.
0: Oh my god.
2: And I mean Dwayne was he he, this was his job. I mean, this this was his career. Yeah. You know, he was a career bartender at, at Jake's. Got
0: to be tons of stories. He
2: wasn't a co- you know would, meaning he wasn't a college kid who was yeah. bartending to make some money. So.
0: Right? Was <laughs> he? Is does he have a stake in the in the bar? I or don't does he know. just work there?
2: I don't know. And and when, you should get him on sometime and yeah. talk to him. When, see, see
0: if he has any really
3: in, horrendous stories about you and your college
2: uh, <laughs> No, you know, I mean listen. Yeah. No, we we loved it there. We uh, were always good. I mean, we definitely drank. That's for sure. Do
0: you ever see any fights there? <sighs> Probably.
2: No, it no? I mean not It looks like there's no so room for a tiny. fight. Yeah. Right? There's no room. If it does, you were like So when I first started going there, there was not a bouncer there. By the end of my college years there, there was a bouncer. So my guess is That was part of the reason, you know, and also carding and all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, the second it happens, it's like, I feel like it was a place where, like, everyone would escort that person out, not just a bouncer.
0: Nightclubs are more where I would see fights, not not necessarily bars, you know what I mean? It was always usually nightclubs. Uh, people dancing or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, bumping into each, bumping each other. Into each like other the, or that's somebody usually it. Yep. At you the know. rat, yes, there were right. fights. You yeah. got
2: people got escorted out of there, but not so much here. It was kind of too small. Could you right.
7: buy me a drink
2: and <laughs> <in> a the car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there
7: wait,
3: used wait. to be a dump. <laughs> this was. I love this memory because it was just it was so obvious. There was a guy who had a small strip club on Long Island, Kathy, you know Jericho Turnpike? Yeah. And when they redid the whole area, they put in new stores. But he he was holding on to that property. It was a strip club. And I remember in the summer, it was called like the, the firehouse or something. He'd leave the front door of it open so you could see right through to the stage. And right across the street was Sears. So <laughs> oh, that's great. So Sears were America Shops so and this strip
0: club. <laughs> wow. Uh, but a bunch of people are texting in, uh, Kathy, saying Dwayne was married to Jake's daughter. Oh, okay. Ah. Oh, all right. Uh, and so, therefore, tied right into the okay. family. So. Got it. Uh, a career bartender that
3: many years. Yep.
2: I mean, yeah, You've I probably
3: it. pretty much seen every type of...
0: Oh, human I, drama play out in front of you.
2: Oh, in and out of there? Yeah, absolutely. But
4: there's another. There's a competition going on again
2: this year? Yeah,
0: I guess so. So, uh, yeah. In fact, uh, the voting closes on Friday at 3 p.m. And if you want to vote for Jake's, which is pretty legendary, it'd be pretty cool for a bar from our area to win that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, especially a smaller bar. And so there's a hashtag. Uh, where is this in this email? It's hashtag best bar Jake's. If you want to go and vote for that, for the Barstool Sports Best Bar but Competition.
3: you can't build a dive bar from scratch. It has to be cultivated. It has to oh, become yeah, yeah, yeah. the dive bar. Yep, exactly. You can't
0: force it. Who am I going to here, Case? Uh John on line one. Okay. Uh, hi, John. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank <laughs> you. All right, John, you wanted to comment on a dive bar? Mahaffers down
12: in Clearwater. Casey, I was there last week. It oh. is amazing. It is so gross. like <laughs> you
4: know what I mean. Like it is just so disgusting and so gross. And that's the charm, yes. Well, Steve, I think like when they when they uh, are looking for new seating, what they do is they just drive around and look for couches that are out for trash. Yeah, and they yeah. grab that and they'll and yeah. they put it in. And they'll <laughs> maybe... or I
12: think the locals when the locals want to get rid of their own like old lawn furniture, they just drop it off at at that place, Jesus. and that's all you're sitting on.
0: Well, that that's kind of interesting. All right, so so what else is is charming about this place? John, besides the crappy furniture,
12: well, it's the uh, the bras and the underwear stapled to the ceiling and the walls. Uh, there's dollar bills stapled everywhere with messages on there. All kinds of stuff I can't say on the radio, but other nice messages. I uh, I drug my family there. My my kids are on their twenties now and can drink, so I drug them there. They were all mortified, but I was hanging with my people <laughs> in this dive bar, and they had to drag me out of there. But okay. it was
0: that's it was the legend, yeah. I, I got you. And, and I remember you telling me about that case and t- yeah. taking pictures of all the things that were on the walls. Thanks, you, by the way, John. There was probably the coolest dive bar I've ever been into was in New Orleans, and it was during Mardi Gras. Me and Marilyn Russell ended up in this place because we were in New Orleans for a radio convention, and I want to say it was called the Dungeon. Yeah. That sounds um, about right.
8: Yeah. yeah. We've talked about this before because yeah. I've been there as well, and it's uh, you don't go there sober. You go there after you've already had a few <laughs> yes. That's and not the
0: beginning of the night, please. Right, and you end up there, and you're like, where the hell am I? And it, you had to go down, like, an alley yes. to get in there, and then we ended, I don't know how we ended <laughs> up in there, we ended up in this place, and it's, the motif is like a dungeon, so it's yeah. really, really dark, and there's, yeah. like, you know, candles lit and stuff like that, and it's like, it's almost like a cheap haunted house, and we were scared, because Dracula. Right, yeah. Uh, while we were there.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but uh, literally the bartender is the there's a bartender and a and a um uh, a bouncer, and that was it. That was the staff. So the woman who was the tending bar was also the DJ. Okay. Do you go to a place where the bartender's uh, also the DJ. DJ. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh-huh. you're in a dive bar. i play your song in a second, sweet. I just got to top this She one. was playing something. I don't know what. It, it might have been Jump Around from uh, House Pain. Okay. Yeah. And so we started jumping. Oh, no. And the, the, the oh. bouncer comes over. He goes, don't jump. You might fall through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that place. Yeah. It was awesome. So yep. that was one of the best dive bars I had ever been into. But uh yeah, they're they're far and, and few between. Uh but here's the thing about a dive bar. Um there there are local dive bars that you don't want to go into because the clientele doesn't like interlopers right. you know oh, what I mean? yeah. like oh outsiders you're an outsider and and i've got a few around me that i've heard that are like that they're like you don't want to go in there in harleysville in harleysville and souderton not in harleysville i'm sorry in souderton um uh there's a couple nearby harleysville like 113 and, and 23 in that region that uh look really or, mm. and i've heard or you know don't go in there and so i i, I don't understand that i uh, guess it's like you have to be voted in or well, through a process or no, bloodletting,
4: it's, it's like you ain't from around here, are you?
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a type pl- of
1: thing.
4: place near me uh, growing up uh, that I've still, I've never, and in fact, they've uh i I think somebody went in and bought it and they went and fixed it up but i still it's like same clientele i I don't know i i I will never know i've never gone into that place you're
0: you're not you're not part of the crew you're not part of the crowd Mm -hmm. they don't want you there and and there are people that way oh my god that freaking place behind the the tower theater the water whatever oh yeah oh Oh, and that
4: miserable miserable person behind the bar is Is that still there?
0: douchebag ever i I hope not
4: not. i don't know (laughs) Just but you know what, I, I walked into a bar in South Philly one time, It was probably 20 years ago or so, impressed. I walked in, and I was like, oh, man, I don't belong here, you know, and I just sat down, and I was, like, really uncomfortable. Guy walks over to me from, the, from across the bar, and he's like, hey, we just got some pizza if you want some pizza over there. Oh, like, help yourself. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh thank God. Make sure you're eating. eating it while
0: walking out. <laughs> that's great. Hang yeah, on. I want no, nice. to go to Joe here real quick. Hey, Joe, good morning. Oh, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Joe? Good morning. I just came back from uh,
13: New Orleans about three weeks ago. And nice. uh, the dungeon, I was there four nights in a row. Oh. And, and the bartender had asked me if he could go take his vape outside and uh, take a little break if I would make sure no one acted up. So I said, sure. I was a bouncer for years. <laughs> so uh, when he does this, a woman comes in. I answer the door. Uh, she, I'm at the door. I ask her for her Vax card and ID. And she provides it. And I said, hey, have you know, have a good time. You've been here before. She says, I'm the manager here.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
13: Why would you provide me with uh, that information? And she said, I like the way you speak. And she said, you know, are you here by yourself? I'd like to have a drink with you. And unfortunately, I was with someone. Uh, so uh, we just hung out for a little bit and joked about that for, for the next couple nights I was there. I was there for like five, six nights in a row.
0: No Great kidding. Place. Is it still like red lights inside there, like dark yeah. and okay. Yeah. I don't like I, that. Their shackles are still there.
13: Oh. I, had, I, took, I had her take a picture of me, which is not allowed there,
0: Oh wow. Uh, wow! with
13: my arms in the shackles and posted that on my social media. And that got a lot of likes.
0: That's awesome. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to know because it was a long time ago. It was at least... God, it was with Maryland when we were on the radio. It was I mean, almost like 20, 20 years ago yeah, yeah. Uh, that they yep, were there. So it still looks the same. So it's right. still great, great place. Nice. All right. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, All man. Right, thank you. Yep. Thank Kathy, you me. were gonna say something? No, I was
2: just gonna say one of the greatest transformations of a dive bar, because sometimes that'll kill it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, is I I believe I was trying to look up the name. I think it was the Y2K Tavern in Conchahawkin on Fayette Street. It's Y2K. Now, it's now Stone Rose, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, a higher end uh wine bar essentially. That, mm-hmm. you, know, you can go and oh, I remember going Liqui in there well, it was one of those places i went in one time i remember for a six pack and it was that place where they turned and looked and wondered why you were there right? no and they didn't okay. know you you could still smoke in there you know it was one of those places
3: where no what nobody knows your name and they like it that
2: way yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right so in this bracket for barstool sports um right now the group six uh is uh here, here are the the bars that are going against each other so they're, they're all in the same region so you have Maxie's at temple uh kelly's Tap Room, villanova oh okay uh jake's bar westchester and huey's nightclub at mm-hmm. Rutgers.
2: i've yeah. been to, i've been to Maxie's too that's a, a cool place have you uh, been to kelly's uh, the, I the have half, yeah, yeah we've been to kelly we yeah. did it like an event there for mmr once that's
8: a nova bar and uh, they renovated that not that long i mean within the last decade or so and it's much nicer now I, i've heard the uh,
0: same kind of thing it used well, to have here, a more charm Lori's on to talk about uh, that so oh. let me go to her hey Lori, good morning
5: Yes, good morning, everybody.
0: Hey, what's up, Lori?
5: Yes, I do. I actually'm on my way to work at Chester County Hospital, so I'm very familiar with uh, Jake's Bar. People from, you know, used to work night shift and go there after work. Um, And Kathy, I've also been to the RAP, but I went to Villanueva. So like Nick was saying about, you know, redoing places, so Kelly's is definitely the kind of place where the floor would stick in.
7: <laughs> yeah. You know, you
5: could get a slice of pizza, but they did redo it, so now it's like, it's almost too nice, we thought, when we went to one reunion, because it's like two levels now, and yeah, but it's still a great place. So. How
8: long ago was the renovation, Lori? Do you remember? Oh,
5: definitely, I'd say probably even more than 10 years okay. ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe 15. I think some uh, alumni bought it, so they pretty much tore it down and, you know, rebuilt it, but... It's still the here you know, the to place there for
4: sure. I saw my friend's boobs Thank at Kelly's fun. one time. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, it memory. was great. Like, uh, you know, we we're just friends, and she had big hands, and she just you know lifted <laughs> her shirt, and I was like, "That's pretty awesome." Thank you. So uh, fond memories. Yeah. Out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, hey, look at this. Was I said, it, Bill, was it public indecency night? No. I want to say it was around this time of year. I think it was. Uh, I I feel like I remember seeing. Aren't no a green like shamrocky beads around there uh, around her neck, and and so it might have been like around St. Patty's Day or whatever. But yeah, just you know, unsolicited.
3: Or someone who doesn't understand
4: Christmas, yeah,
0: yeah. possibly, <laughs> <It's> possibly.
4: <laughs> no, but it was great because it was unsolicited. It wasn't like, hey, show them to me. You know, I didn't even ask. The
0: they greatest were, gift, right? Yeah. Oh, was she coming on to you? You think? No. Okay. No,
4: we were just friends, and you know. <laughs> And I wasn't the only one. You know, it was a little bit of a show going okay. on. Occasionally,
3: don't you, when you're hanging around with your buds, you'll show them your penis. Just Yeah. So you, yep. you hey, know. yeah. hey, look
0: over here. Yeah. I did it to Casey one day. Oh, my God. Look, a, was... t- a TIE fighter.
4: Dude, I got done. I teed off. I'm standing <laughs> on the t It's Groucho. I'd stand on the tee box, and I, boom, I hit the ball, and then I turn around and press and stand in there, (laughs) taking a piss, and he's going, oh, my God, I'm going to, you know, and uh, I can't say the word, but I was like, it was so funny. It's completely so
0: bad, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm going to put on a show. (laughs) Nobody was around. It was pouring rain. It was great. It was great. Yep. Memories, oh, right? Oh, yeah. memories. That's a good friend right there. Yep. Any, right. any memories like that from Jake's camp? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Well, anyhow, uh, well, it was a nice letter. And yeah, I thought that's I would cool. Yeah. I would read that. And, of course, uh, you know, go to your go to your local dive bar and give them some love, gang. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment because I see our guests have arrived. We are going to talk. We have uh, wrestlers from Impact Wrestling because there's an event going on, South Philly Showdown. Uh, the Eighteenth and nineteenth, so we're going to get Rhino and Diana in here, along with uh, announcer uh, Tom hannafin and uh, Ali Sheedy is coming up too. Yes, so we got some people to talk to. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us.
2: MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots.
4: That's right, and this month's artist is Judah Kim. But it's so-
9: Judah Kim, your Local Shots Artist of the Month. Check them out
8: every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR.
2: And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots.
6: Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family.
2: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly.
0: I'd say that, yes, this is an accurate statement. It's been years since we've had this many guests in our studio before. Yeah, it's It's true. It's literally been years. We've had mostly, well,
3: what, one? One person here and there.
0: But now things are uh, headed into the right direction and we're intermingling a little bit more in person. It's a wonderful occasion to have three people in our studio. The South Philly Showdown. Is happening with Impact Wrestling, March eighteenth and nineteenth, and it will be at twenty three hundred Arena. And we would like to welcome to our studio participants in that event. Please give some love to Rhino, Gianna yeah. Yeah. Parazzo, and Tom here This morning, hey guys, what's going on? Thanks nice, for having us. Nice to see you. It's our plate. Like I said, we haven't. Yeah. This is weird having people. Well, thanks for having us. <laughs> I, I love
10: going to the studios. So nice.
3: We love that interaction. We've been doing the Zoom thing you know, and be, with, the, with the guests remotely and whatever the the safety precautions of the building or whatever. Right. But to have people back in? Right.
0: Very cool. Yeah. People it's helping great. people. It's yes, really yeah, that's exactly it. So, t- t- Tom, we're going to start with you because you're you're local, right?
15: Yeah, about 45 minutes from here in New Hope, Pennsylvania. I was born in Jefferson downtown, so
0: very okay. familiar with the area. <laughs> nice. And uh, you've been doing, you, you do announcing for uh, Impact Wrestling, correct?
15: Yeah, I just signed up with them in January. Before that, I spent about nine years with WWE doing some stuff with ESPN Radio right now and uh national college basketball broadcasts i'm on podcasts about penn state football so i try to stay as busy as possible and then uh the stuff with impact has just been awesome impact okay.
3: is very cool and you all you've been through the wwe uh, uh deal as well and and uh you know reading about you and reading about what you uh experience all all good it seems like uh this is but this is a um a step that you guys are all really loving being a part of impact would correct. that be
10: correct correct Yeah, I was actually with Impact for several years prior. Were you going back to uh, WWE, and then now I've been with Impact for the last two and a half years, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch the company grow uh, again for the second time, and uh, you know the the talent roster is just amazing, and uh, being able to go into a company and have the creative freedom to go out in the ring and
3: to do that. Well, that was. I remember. I think WWE, as I recall correctly, came to you with a really good
6: offer but Right, you're right, like yeah, yeah, but you realized down, yeah. your
10: ring time yeah. was going to be diminished substantially and you didn't want that no no i you know because when you're sitting at home you know you might be making some money but um, you're not happy and and i i loved all my experiences with WWE but it was time to move on and uh you know i couldn't have been happier so.
3: yeah i mean that it's why you all got into it right at some level right. you you want that that competition what what led you to depart from uh wwe and end up at impact Young?
14: yeah i was released um april 2020 from nxt and you know just like rhino was saying you we have this innate responsibility for ourselves to, to want to do more and to give more and, and to work. We have this passion for pro wrestling and when that's not being reciprocated, you you feel a certain type of way. Yeah. So um, as much as I was released, I was also in this, this weird place of, of wanting to be released and we had those conversations back and forth. But um, when they ultimately made that decision, um, you know, the door was open right away for me to come into Impact Wrestling and, and over the last two years, I've been able to give and do all of the things that I had wanted to do prior but in this amazing setting, with an amazing roster and and uh, the people behind the scenes giving that back to me—that's cool. what I needed. Cool. Hey,
0: did I read correctly? Did you start uh, wrestling when you were like seventeen years old?
14: When I was eighteen. Yeah. When
0: you were eighteen years <laughs> old. What? Okay. So I need it. All right. This, uh, the, the girls don't usually get started in wrestling that young. Uh, wh- why? What? What? What was it that that did it for you about this industry?
14: Um, I had been a fan growing up. And I saw women like Tristratus and Lita and, and these really powerful women come up, and they weren't being given the opportunities that women are being given now. And seeing that, I, I knew women could be doing more and be, be pushing for more opportunities, and I wanted to be a part of that change. And over the last 10 years, I've been able to be a part of that in some capacity. So um, I just always knew women could be doing more and giving more and being highlighted more, yep. and I wanted to, to give myself to that, that were initiative.
0: You, were you pretty tough as a teenager? Were you... You know.
14: Yeah, I yeah. had a background in cheerleading. I was a gymnast. I played softball at one point. I ran track. I, I kind of okay. was an athlete in any capacity that I could. So it was just a matter of time for me. of When I was going to become a wrestler, it was never an if.
10: And wow. she was beating up guys taking <laughs> their lunch. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm uh, wondering yeah, about. Yeah, right, but right. Yeah. In, the in the back alley. Yeah, like yeah. right, right. It's like I learned this from TV. And, <laughs> like, and you're Jersey yeah, Tough, right? There's um, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's from um, Jersey, yes. Not South Philly Tough. Jersey Tough. Step down, right okay. Thank you. Hey, I know my market. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes. the real reason why we left WWE is because at Impact they don't uh, the the microscope isn't on you, so we can party more. Yes. you know that's the <laughs> real, well, real. You know, the funny
3: thing we is know, with with, have... with you guys and the whole thing, you don't you never stop to think about it. But it, 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 there's like a, a correlation between like stand up comedy or something. Right. It, there's only so many stages with so many t- so much yeah. time, yeah. and you have all these people, all these very talented people. We always say we get the wrestlers through here. They're smart. They know how to please the audience. They know what they're doing. They yearn for the time to perform for
10: people. Right.
3: But you don't get, you know, you're all vying for that same piece of... Right, you know, right. A
10: canvas there to, to and, work on and another thing that's cool is we're allowed with impact to do independent shows so if we have uh independent shows around our community or or in other states they let you do that as well yeah and we can go uh you know they trust us to make the right calls so we're part of companies that that do the right thing you know and, and put on a good show and we're not endangering ourselves because we are a, a product for um you know but anyways get to the the story we're able to find younger talent and and myself today i Actually is uh 27 years in the wrestling business wow, yeah, so I can, wow that's yeah. awesome you. yeah and you're no
4: stranger can, to this uh, no, to this venue no, either Philly, like yeah yeah
10: yeah there's a uh, there's a lot of stories i can tell you on <laughs> air and off <laughs> <laughs> but about that building but the thing is is we get to pass that knowledge on to others and we can find that next rock the next stone cold john cena
0: floor. stuff like that yeah. yeah right right once you get your foot in the door let's, let's say you're you're you know newer you're you're getting into the industry and um you obviously want to make your mark. Um, how, what happens? How, how does something like that happen? Do a, a number of things have to converge to make that yeah. come together? Uh, because I've, ultimately you want like a signature move.
10: You want a catchphrase. You want people right. to know who you are, you know? I try to tell a lot of people when they're starting out, don't focus on certain things in a gimmick. You know, just let it come natural. You know, let nicknames occur. Um, let the movesets occur. Um, and the the people you meet along the way. You know, they'll help you out and stuff like that. A lot of people have helped me out. And I'm still learning to this day. The, the Scott D'Amore, the guy that he's running uh, Impact Wrestling, he called me up. And he was the one that trained me. So he called wow. me up yelling. You know, on a promo I did that was on TV, he's like, remember this, this, and this. And I'm like, yeah, I should have known you're right, but why are you yelling at me? <laughs> because we're friends, he can do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, if, have any of you
8: guys uh, watched the TV show on HBO called uh, Righteous Gemstones? It's yes. A, <laughs> okay. Great
15: show. It is. Great it's show. a terrific and
8: show, show. And, and there's a, a side uh, story in this season where they talk about wrestling promotion, and, yeah. and uh, it it dives into what the promoters have to do in order to promote the business, especially in smaller circuits. And, and I'm wondering if uh, that's at all, An accurate representation,
15: Tom, you've seen it, would you know? I've seen the show, but if anybody knows about the ups and downs of promotions, I say with Rhino, because you were there with ECW in the good days and the bad days and then came to WWE and then with Impact, so I think you could speak to that a little bit more than I.
10: Well, I haven't seen the show, but there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, and and a lot of times, you know, like, uh, I I remember um, the first time I wrestled uh, for, um, actually, the second time I was with WWE, I hadn't wrestled in Detroit in like 14 years in a WWE ring, so I wasn't on the show, but I helped promote it. And I asked Vince, I go, "Hey Vince, uh, it's my hometown." He goes, "Oh, you're from Detroit." And a lot of people took offense to that. I'm like, "This guy has got so much more other. Th- this guy's got so much, so much stuff on his plate. How's he going to remember where I'm from? You know, now 20 years prior, he knew because it was a smaller company and didn't have all this stuff going on. So uh, I didn't take any offense to that. But you know, there's a lot of stuff that that people do. Like Tom's job, I, I couldn't imagine all the stuff he has to do. What we have to do now, I'm uh, um, a producer too, so I'm kind of like a player coach. So I'm taking on more, hmm. getting paid the same. <laughs> I didn't expect that, but so so to kind of answer your question, um, there's a lot of stuff that that goes on that. You know, we're part of a team, but we don't know what they're doing. And, you know, and then when we look behind the curtain and see what they're doing, you know, to make everything come together. So hopefully that answered your
3: question. That's interesting. Deanna, do you think that like from from depictions in movies and uh, and the, the show Nick was describing and so on and so forth, uh, do they usually get it right? Like, like, I know a movie that that just levels us as the wrestler, you know. But that's a real that's you're at the end of everything, at the end of being a good human too. At the end of that uh, that movie. But do they do they tend to get it right, or what's the one thing they consistently get wrong when they're depicting wrestling in uh, in films?
14: Um, oh, gosh, I don't know. I think that they get it right. I think that um, again, we just have this we we want to perform right, and we are so in-depth of our character and who we are on screen and the stories that we're trying to tell that, again, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes and what we're not involved in. So we have to take a step back, but I think in a movie like The Wrestler, it does depict our position very well of, like, when do you stop fighting and when do you retire or things like that. Because um,
3: you know, he wouldn't stop. He, he I mean, he, he was well past his prime, but just loved it so much. Yeah, why did,
10: yeah, why did she look at me when she said retire? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I did oh, catch that. Are I, you I, trying to I
15: tell me so, that I get out of here? So right, you said it's 27 years since you started? Yeah, today. You want to know how old I was when you started? How old? Five. Five. Uh, <laughs> I, I know
14: how old I am right now. Yeah, 27. 27.
10: Yeah, nice. My wrestling career is older than her. Well, you right? could have been there you're the birth of a new wrestler yeah can i say something about (laughs) that movie when that movie came out i hadn't seen it and i knew it was a great movie and i i seen some wrestlers that were hanging on when they couldn't physically do it anymore um but people would come up to me and go, "You all right, man? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like I didn't see the movie, And I'm right. like, oh, like yeah, why? Like you, you, <laughs> no, seriously, you all right. Like my house payments are paid, and like my, <laughs> my grass is cut. But they're yeah. coming to me thinking like that's my life at that moment. Because that's and what I'm people like, what you are you getting at. Like yeah. i seen the movie, The Wrestler. I'm like, oh, okay, now, I'm <laughs> right. no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. You know what's funny is because because again. Uh,
3: uh, Consistent. Look at The Rock is you know is the biggest earning movie star. And we talk right, about this all right. the time. I mean, what what prepares you better than this, as far as you know, it, it, action movies, working mm-hmm. with people, pleasing the audience? It's what you do on, on a level. So when you, I think there's a level of addiction to being in front of people oh, yeah, that sure. it must be hard to shake. Now I have to ask about another addiction, Dion. I don't know if this is true or not. Wawa chicken strips. Uh,
14: <laughs> so good.
3: I've heard this is a main staple of your diet. Delicious. It
14: is. And um, I got in around midnight last night, and I was starving. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the hotel, and the first thing I ordered was Wawa chicken strips. Yes.
3: <laughs> 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 They're damn good. What you find by the register at a Wawa oh, is okay. some of the best stuff.
14: Oh, the, the cheese-filled pretzels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, jalapeno
4: cheese-filled
3: pretzels. Yes, That's and my
14: they, jam. they have these, like, baked ravioli things now. Just, <laughs> Wawa is my, my life. Absolutely. Don't tell Chelsea that. Really.
3: <laughs> what about you guys? When you're when you're on the road, when you're when you're traveling, because it's what it's about. I mean, it's what you do. Uh, what, what are your what are your go tos? You know, because you also have to be athletic and stay in, in pretty consistent shape. How do you how do you balance? Because I, I find I get famished
10: when I'm traveling. I just you're always hungry. I have a strict diet of strip clubs. Every day. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Uh, I just went back twenty years, right? Like, Lookers in New Jersey, kid, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, right? Right? No, that that was uh, years ago, and uh, you know, um, you have to try to eat clean everywhere yep. you go, and you know, and, and and what's really nice is there's a lot of gyms. You know that'll let you come in they're happy to have you and you know a lot of their members are happy to see you so all right hey,
0: um how, how on the road is this business by the way i mean it's like are, are you gone away from your home for months at a time or do you do you go to a venue go back home go to a
10: venue go back home flying back and forth yeah usually for myself it's three to four days a week okay yeah, yeah. all yeah, right it's really a ton busy. of traveling though yeah it is yeah. Uh, and i love to drive so they they had me in a window seat yeah <laughs> look at me <laughs> and then they had me going to deep from detroit to uh charlotte charlotte back up to philly oh, i go i'll my get God. a rent a car and drive yeah. <laughs> i was reading
3: some of your some of your buddies talking about how you love to drive you yeah. love yeah that's yeah. your that's your thing you know
10: man told me this years ago and hopefully a lot of people um, wrestling fans and um, you know wrestlers will uh, hear this but um you learn the business in the car because yeah. after a show, you're driving to the next town. And usually you drive through the night because in case something happened, you had that mu- that much more time to yep. fix it and get to the town. So um, guys would talk about and girls would talk about the match they had, yeah. what worked, what didn't. Who's getting over, and that's where you learn the wrestling business. And I'll never forget. And this was in 2003 that he said this, and it stuck with me. And I've passed that on. So yeah,
3: it's oh. it's funny because he, I know you know he's he's caught a lot of crap over the years, but every time we have somebody come through here, they talk about his 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 business acumen, his ability to yeah, he has a wisdom to him. You can't be in right, the game right. this long and 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 stay where he is, I want to ask you though because you talk about impact and and uh, it's a very familial sort of thing, but when is that a blessing and a curse when you have to perform against someone in a ring who's a really good friend uh you know i mean it, it's that's that's got to be a little more taxing, correct um
14: you know, I was just in the ring uh we had sacrifice on Saturday, and I had. I do an open challenge, the Champ Champ Challenge, and Chelsea Green, who is my best friend, um, answered the challenge. And it is it is a conflict because yeah. it's like, I love you, but I also love my championships. Um, and I don't want you to take my championships. Um, but I think also, too, you just have so much fun out there because you you hear the crowd, and I love that they're there for her. Um, and I love that I could just hit her a little bit harder and go to the back, and it's like, you know, hell yeah, we did it. Um, you know, unfortunately, I had to break her arm. But,
15: uh, yeah. Yeah, you broke her wrist again. <laughs>
14: yeah. She didn't need my help doing that, if we're honest. Um, but, yeah, it's it's. I think it's always fun for me, especially with someone like Chelsea, who I've spent, you know, the better part of the last 10 years with, uh, getting to this point in our careers together, helping each other, pushing each other, riding together in the car. And, um, you know, she is, I don't have a sister, but if I had to liken someone to what a sister relationship would be like, That's her? her?
0: Wow uh Tom, I wanted to ask you because we we very rarely have the uh the broadcasters of the uh yeah, the wrestling right. industry in and uh <clears throat> they can become as much of a character mm-hmm. uh as the players can as the as the uh, the actual athletes. And you're fairly new to this, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I started with WWE when I was 23. So, oh, okay. So,
15: uh, new, so new, to, new to Impact, but new to wrestling, okay. I guess, still as a whole. But, yeah, when I was in WWE, they, they didn't really ask me or tell me to be a character. It was, hey, just be the straight up and down play-by-play guy. So right. the cool thing is, uh, to Rhino's point, there's a little bit more flexibility within Impact. it so 's cool. So I'm having opportunities now to be a little bit more myself, which was really cool. And the thing about wrestling, you know, you are talking about what The Rock is capable of. Wrestling requires you to run the gamut of emotions at any given time. I've called a variety of different sports, and you can just be like, and there's a jumper, and it's good. And they go right back down the court, and that's the end of it. But with wrestling, you have to be like, oh, my God, Deanna Perrazzo broke her best friend's wrist, and then Rhino was betrayed by Steve Macklin this past Saturday at Sacrifice. You're talking about all these different subjects. You're laughing. You're in horror one moment. So that's the fun part And you've got to know the storylines, too. Oh, yeah, the storylines, the where, the when, everything we're selling, where to tell people to go sign up for different shows. Who's sleeping with who? Right, right. right. Now now we're
6: we're talking. Now we're
4: we're getting... But then also... That strip club diet. right, right. We had like Joe Buck on and there's also an art to knowing when not to talk, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And letting the the action
15: just sort of speak for itself. Yeah, we had a moment recently, uh, the No Surrender event where uh, Eddie Edwards, another part of the Impact roster, uh, betrayed the entire company. So uh, I didn't really say much at all because the crowd was very mad at him. And there's nothing you can really say that explains it better than what's happening in the moment. And it's okay to just feel it. And maybe a couple of words here and there does the job. But to your point, I think Joe Buck is outstanding about that stuff. I know Philly fans will hate to hear that, but <laughs>
3: we actually had him on, and he and and he's he, he, he wore us over. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he's yep.
0: great. Yeah. And you're you're uh, you're a, a, a slim guy, which is perfect because it makes Thank these you. guys look even more again. <laughs> <gigantic, laughs> that's
8: the idea. Right. When yeah, they're that's standing that's the idea. Next to you.
0: Well, I used to in WWE,
15: they never want you to be taller than the wrestler that you're standing next to. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I would often have to do a split <laughs> to make sure that the wrestler I was next to was taller than me. <laughs> that didn't even matter if the guy was 6'5". It was like, now nah, you got to make him look huge. Now, this is an old, you know, we're talking about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon would do this for Andre the Giant. Oh, Andre yeah. the Giant, he would still put on, like, a milk crate. Andre didn't need it. Right. He's right. he still a big guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter to make him look bigger. <laughs> so that's where the psychology came <laughs> oh. from. But I would have to do this for guys that I'm six foot. I'm taller to me. Mal- half the roster they have right so a lot of good friends of mine i'm like well i gotta get all the way down here and then <laughs> right. you gotta help me
0: up. <laughs> yeah. sorry that's, that's funny putting on the show man. Yeah, it's all showbiz it. well listen speaking of the show the south philly showdown is happening at 2300 arena it's going to be the 18th and 19th you can get tickets at 2300 arena dot com we're wrapping because we're we're we gonna break and come back yeah okay because we do have another guest coming but listen great to meet you guys mm-hmm. Thank Glad you. you could come by here in the studio, and it's going to be a great time. Yes, for so sure, long. for That's sure. True. Thank you for thank having us. Anytime, Thanks thank for you, uh, Diana and Rhino and Tom for being on this yeah. one Impact Wrestling. We're going to take a break. We got Ali Sheedy coming back when we return. Stay there.
1: The President the Steve Show Podcast, 93 3 WMMR, everything that rocks.
0: You know what? I'll uh, throw a couple outs Here's the deal. So. um uh, Ali Sheedy canceled what? again, so we were supposed to have her on <laughs> you <laughs> several times, uh, which is too bad, because I really, really dig her. Um, so we're way early. Normally, we, we took a break, and we were going to come back, and we were going to talk to Ali Sheedy, and then we we're going to do the Bizarre File, so we got some time. Uh, I don't want to do the Bizarre File now, no. because they'll throw people off way too much. Historically, I think it originally is supposed to be done at 9.30, right now. No. Right now. but that has since moved to like 9.50. <laughs> forty five and 9.50. Things got so reconnoinkered, our our wrestling
3: friends arrived late, and so, um, you know, obviously that's the case, but uh, no, we cannot live in a world where we go back to doing the bizarre file at 9.30. Not when it's supposed to be done. No, not We
0: we should not ever follow the rules. (laughs) Uh, So let me get a couple of shout outs in, and then we'll do something else. So uh, this says, hey, Preston, my name is Dylan. I haven't even read this yet. I just yanked it right off of my email. And I would like to give a shout-out to my boys, Derek and Joe. We have a podcast called the Get Me Two Podcast, and we all listen every day and always call each other on the breaks to talk about the show. Thank you, guys, uh, for the laughs. And that is from uh, Dylan, so there's Dylan. Uh, Then this says, hey, my husband, Joe Burkhart, turn me on to your morning show, which goes to show how amazing he is. I'm requesting a shout-out. Uh, because his life got flipped upside down a few years ago when he was diagnosed with MS. MS sucks and does everything, and so, as does everything that it comes with, like depression. And your morning show is one of the few constants in his routine. And it makes him laugh, especially the Bizarre Files. Uh, the chart out is to remind him how amazing and strong he is and that his girls will always be by his side. So here's a chart, And that is from Cat Burkhardt. That's amazing. Uh, yes, for Joe Burkhardt. So there you go. Um, All right, and I guess this is the... The stream of consciousness nerd. Oh, I don't know. Be. I did. Okay, this right. is a.
3: I... It's time for the stream of consciousness nerd. I
0: don't know. I just
3: where anything <laughs> goes.
0: Yeah, anything.
3: Especially when your schedule gets upped up.
0: Did you guys see that uh, Dion Sanders had um, two of his toes on his left foot amputated? Yeah, he had these blood clots, which were because of a previous surgery, like a problem with the surgery he had. You
3: got to watch out for those clots.
0: Uh, the Jackson State. Clots. That'd be a good name for a team, the Clots. Yeah, the (laughs) Clots. (laughs) Yeah, That's what Washington could have gone with, (laughs) the Washington Clots. Now we welcome the Clots to the stadium. Uh, The Jags' state head coach and NFL Hall of Famer revealed the severity of his foot injury in an episode of his Coach Prime documentary series. He was hospitalized for around a month in the middle of last season, uh, and he had dislocated – he had a dislocated toe – uh, with an inflamed nerve. And his initial procedure was in September, and he later returned to the field for practice using a golf cart and crutches. He roamed the sideline for a game with the help of a push scooter. And as he healed, his toes began to uh, darken under the bandages. And he said they were talking about the amputation of toes, and then they were talking about the amputation of my leg oh from my the God. knee down. And then they were trying to ensure that I even had life. Like, this could have, you know, kind wow. of like our buddy Jeff Devlin. Yes. Uh, the um, Very sobering. Yeah. Uh, 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 the the uh, carpenter, it? he had a splinter. It got infected. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he ended up with a staph infection. And so much so, he was telling us that he was going in to get surgery on his hand. And they told him he might not wake up with a hand. Like, they had to do the surgery to determine whether they were going to... Amputate or not. Man, I'd freak the F out. Mm -hmm. Especially if you use your hands for a living. Well, you know. I'm a hand model. Yeah, Yeah. well, that can be detrimental. (laughs) Uh, so, the 54-year-old underwent several surgeries. He developed a femoral arterial blood clot. It doesn't sound good. It's another clot. Another clot. And uh, he also had... a number of clots. ...what's called compartment syndrome, mm. where his legs swelled up, and doctors had to flay open his leg to drain the fluid. <laughs> flay Flaying clots. No. I don't like that. Uh-uh. Oh, and he later had his big toe and then the second toe amputated.
3: So, um... In uh, Peacemaker, they make uh, uh, you know, the series, the John Cena series. They're talking about what toes you can lose and still have your, you know, fairly normal walking. And uh, one of the characters was had part of his pinky toe cut off. How many toes conceivably, without any sort of special apparatus? Could you use and
0: still maintain yeah. proper walking? Yeah, balance and is that know. our next stunt? So and that might be. Yeah. Let's we will cut. We'll, yeah. we'll do a walking. We'll cut off a toe at a time. Yeah. and see how well you walk. each, And time then and you around. call
3: in and you guess and you win something. <laughs>
0: Toes day. <laughs> toes, day. <laughs> toes day. Two for toes Two for toes. Day. Double shot toes day. <laughs> I love it. I would imagine you could, two would probably not have much of an impact. That's but anything, I don't think. anything after that, then it would be difficult. Yeah. Because as you step forward on that back foot, your foot goes up. And your toes and you're are on your toes. Catching, yeah. Or pushing off. Right. You know, I would imagine that would be tough. And it's got to be hard for this guy. I mean, he's, you know, he's an NFL Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thankfully, it insanely didn't happen fast.
4: during his Playing career, Yeah, I mean, one of the fastest to ever play the game. And he also, like, um, didn't really care for him very uh, much while he was playing. And then I found out uh, later on, and he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he, like, would often do things uh, for uh, people that work for the organization, you know, pay for medical bills, no. all the while saying, don't tell anybody.
5: Oh, wow! Don't my tell name anybody. Is Casey name. and
4: I used to hate you, but now I like you. Well, right. I want to say it's this just because. Uh, well, listen, he was a you know he, he played
0: for the Cowboys as
4: well, it. and, it's understandable. Uh, so for anybody out there who doesn't know, um,
0: Deion Sanders is a good guy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he had his a uh, couple of toes amputated, so yeah. that that You
3: come close to losing any?
0: No, no. Uh, you know, my mom had her her uh, two pinky toes amputated. I've told that story. You yes. still have them, right? She had hammer. No, was no. it a hammer toe? They were left in a car that uh-huh. they. Sold. That's right. The that's right, that's right. my mom a- had them in a jar of formaldehyde, left them in the glove compartment of a car they sold to someone. <laughs> Nobody ever returned them awesome. by the way, those anchovies were delicious, oh my God, <laughs> her pickled toes pickled toes, uh, yeah, yeah, she had hammer toes. You guys thought so she had those cut off
4: anything from when you were a baby, you guys still have any of your old baby teeth or baby hair. I have the
0: doctor who delivered me Oh, oh that's And cool. a meat freezer in the basement. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think my mom has my hair.
0: I have hair in my house. Somewhere, yeah, in like a baby book, you know, where you keep From the point kids. of birth? Yeah. Keep things. yeah. And, I, and I think yeah. I have hair. I don't know about teeth. Teeth, I, teeth are just gross. It's not me. common to clip toes off, right? Mm. No. Oh. no. <laughs> not that I know.
2: Wait, <laughs> teeth are, it is very bizarre, and I don't know why, but I have all of Jace's teeth. Right, yeah. All yeah. of oh, yeah. them. I Even his current? <laughs> like like he just lost one, and by the way, it had, it had like a filling in it, so it's gross. It's gone. Like we were so happy it fell out, and I'm like, well, I kept all the other ones. I that seems
3: it. weird for you, yeah, I mean, right?
2: Wait, yeah. and I have a, they're in my like in a drawer, and I look at them. I'm like, if all of his freaking teeth, like, what do I? Why do I? need What about these? his belly
0: button lint? <laughs> I don't know. Hey Kathy, go <laughs> stick your son's tooth in your mouth. mouth? Well,
2: listen, uh-huh. I can have a whole mouthful. <laughs> Yeah, you have them in, like, a plastic
0: bag or anything? Yeah, they're yeah, in, like, same.
2: and I actually have, this is so weird, and I have written on them, like, the story behind it, so, like, the one was hurting him, and so I was like, oh, go eat Swedish fish, and so he did, and it came out, so uh-huh. there's, like, a little note on it. I know, wow. oh, but it's like a tooth. What That's, do I do with these? That seems
0: bizarrely, um... Not
2: me? Yeah, not <laughs> you. It's, it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to go with the amputation thing. I'm going to go to Sean, because he just had a toe amputated. Hey, Sean, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Good. good. Hey Sean, so you had you had a big toe amputated, right? Yeah, last last June. What happened? Why Why did you have to have that removed? I uh, was down uh,
5: fishing in uh, Ocean City, jumped in the water, caught myself on something, oh. and uh, pretty bad cut. Said I'm on vacation, not going to take it, get it looked at while I'm down there. And then, uh, by the time the week was over, my whole foot was falling. I couldn't even fit in my shoe. You know, that's, it,
3: so that's a, a common story, and it makes you really, you know, you, you sometimes you're flippant about something when you get a cut like that. No, okay, I'll be fine. But mm-hmm. really, you got to think about it.
0: So, hey, Sean, did it get infected?
5: Yeah, I had a, uh, it wound up being a staph infection that oh. was down to my bone. There bone. you go. Oh, uh, and they, you could have lost your foot. Yeah, that's, uh, everybody keeps telling me. I'm lucky I lost one toe and not a whole foot, but, uh. Your balance is screwed up no matter what you do. One toe, and I'm falling everywhere. Still, you know it's only almost oh, a year now. What? wow, okay. really? Let me
3: ask you, Sean. Is there, is there some sort of um, uh, sock or
5: shoe or Orthopedic something? That, shoe? Yeah, that, yeah that, that I wear. Uh, I got a insert for my uh, orthotics that has like a fake toe and in, built into the orthotic.
0: Okay.
5: That's supposed to help me. But uh, the you know, I'm standing there and then my wife looks over and I'm on the floor, so I don't know where. So, oh
0: I'm, man, that man. sucks. Sorry to hear about that. Is there anything that that you did before that you won't do now, the, since you've missed your, uh, lost your toe? Yeah, if I get a paper cut, I'm going to the doctor. But uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, like, did you play any sports or you know, even like bowling or something like that?
5: No, I mean, it, it, it's it's not really it doesn't affect me that way. It just affects me more of like every day just walking and like, okay. I mean, it still hurts like hell too. You know, it was, it would be missing, but um. I mean, no, it doesn't change the way I do things. I mean, yeah, when I kick a soccer ball with my son, I I try to... Question on the outside of my foot right. instead of the inside. You know, I'm not going to kick But it you didn't like
4: home, so. shoot a bow and arrow with your feet for the circus or anything like that. So this isn't gonna... no,
5: no, 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 no. I, I, I
7: use my penis for that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the way to do it.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, Sean. So fast.
2: You didn't even think about hey, that.
0: Hey, what about, what about we hear of phantom pains when uh, when people lose an appendage? Do you still feel mm-hmm. uh, nerve wise like your toe exists? Yeah.
7: Yes. Um. uh,
5: Some days I wake up and my foot just hurts, and I tell my wife that, "Hey, my toe hurts." She's like, "Sean, you don't have a toe." Hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, but it's my toe that hurts. It's my toe. It's you know, I feel right now. I'm driving. I feel like my toe is pressing again. It's a brake right now."
7: Wow.
5: You know, I still feel it there, and that's where it hurts. It hurts in my toe.
3: I wonder if if a year is about right. Do they give you? I guess everyone has a different experience. How long it takes you before those phantom pains leave? Uh, But uh, hey, look, man. It's you know, I, I assume after a while you get used
0: to all of this, and hopefully it goes in your way. But that yeah. sucks, man. Yeah. Thanks, Sean.
5: Yeah. Yeah, no problem, guys.
0: Have a you, good day. You too. By the way, there was a text from somebody who said that, uh, and, and you've heard this from time to time, that his dad lost his thumb and so they replaced his thumb with his big toe. Yes. Uh, or I don't know if it was his own or if he got a donor toe or I don't know how that works. they do things like that? I have no idea.
3: When I was a kid, my grandfather stole my nose. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever get it back? Did he, he say put got it back. your nose? Oh, right. He oh, put oh, it back. Okay. i pop like, sound? you mother <laughs> effer.
0: <laughs> Wait, hang on. My dad has his big toe on his hand, uh, lost his thumb in a work accident. So, yeah, his own big toe. So... And that would be weird, right, looking down there and knowing that that was... That little piggy went to market. That little piggy did go to market. Um, (laughs) Because
3: how many things have you dropped? I've had stuff drop on a a toe, usually the big toe, where it it, it turns
0: black under the nail. Mm -hmm. and Horrible. I told you, my dad, in one of his great backwoods doctor moments, (laughs) he he dropped a railroad tie on his toe. Oh, my God. And it turned black, you know that the nail did, and it swelled up and got huge. So my dad, rather than go to the doctor, he took a paper clip, heated oh it up god. on the oh, stove, no, 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 <laughs> that's and bled ridiculous, it. Man. Yeah, and he lanced it. Oh my god! He lanced it with a with a white hot paper clip, holding no. w- with a pair of uh, pliers. Oh my god! Well, that's how he fixed it. And then he probably chewed on the railroad tie, mm. right? All right.
2: My dad and your dad. Def- yeah, could have hung
0: out for yep. sure. Yep, absolutely. All right, I've been told we're not even doing the stream of consciousness nerd. Well, that was oh. oh. we got go to go. Well, was just one story. So, all right, we got to go to the bizarre file. So let's do that. Now. Bizarre. WMMR
10: presents
1: bizarre. Kristen bizarre. and Steve's Bizarre File.
0: Bizarre File this morning is brought to you by Monster Mania. You can meet the biggest names in horror at Monster Mania Con forty nine this weekend. And that's at the Cherry Hill Motel. and Hotel, sorry. And Ernie Hudson, Michael C. Hall, and many more will be there. Monstermania.net. All right. Sometimes nature sends a warning. An Australian surfer returned to shore uninjured after an encounter with a shark and found that the animal had left a bite mark on his board. That happens. (sighs) Yeah. Talk about sweating bullets, man. Uh, The city council said that the surfer was in the water early yesterday. Excuse me, yesterday morning at uh, Morabra Beach when his board was bumped and it was a shark. Lifeguards patrolling the area uh, confirmed that there was a shark swimming nearby. And the council said all local beaches were being closed temporarily to protect swimmers and surfers. But there was a bite mark on his surfboard. So he didn't get to enjoy Dress Like a Seal Day. No, he didn't. Nope. Uh, A thief broke into a... This is in Cleveland. A thief broke into a storage garage... Stole $17,000 worth of tools and technology, including, and this is the reason I bring this story up, a jet pack. Oh. Like Uh, a jet, (laughs) jet pack. Yeah. So, Cleveland police said detectives need help figuring out who the suspect is. Have they checked Infinity and beyond? I don't know if they've looked there yet. The suspect cut out the lock on a storage garage and took a concrete saw, a hammer drill, power threaders, about 80 rolls of wire... And then he pried open the office door and stole a camcorder computer and a jet pack. <laughs> and they don't, in the story, they don't explain who's got a jetpack jet and why. It's like an ant man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just take this. What is this? I'll yeah. take this. And then he puts it on and finds out. <laughs> he's ant man. He's ant man. Uh, the Cleveland police shared a surveillance photo of the two-tone truck caught leaving the scene. And they are looking for help in identifying the person. Uh, Residents in Selma, California Were warned after a cougar was spotted warning near Country Club Lane and Mill Street. You boys go
3: to play golf (laughs) (laughs) early Monday. Meet me in the bar afterwards for some drinks and bring your putter. It was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was walking through the neighborhood. The animal wandered through yards for several hours before climbing onto the front porch of a home. The California Department of Wildlife, uh, Fish and Wildlife, tranquilized the cougar. Uh, when it trapped itself, I sweat in my <laughs> in a residence courtyard, and was brought to a veterinarian for that examination so good. before being released into the wild in Kings National Forest. So, my best friend Steve, his wife, this is in Missouri, right, St. Louis, Missouri, saw in their backyard a cougar, a mountain lion. That's which is they're not indigenous to the area, and it was corroborated by she had posted on on Facebook about it, and someone else had seen one. Going across an interstate near that area. So that's how he knew that, you know, she it's didn't real, just see wow. something that yeah. was maybe, you know, she missed, mistook it for something that's but pretty cool. It was a cougar, yeah.
4: My wife told me last week that uh that we have a retention basin behind our house that she saw a bobcat back there and I was like, Are you sure it wasn't a fox? And she goes no, it's like one of those things that clears out all the brush. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was an actual
3: piece of machinery. 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 I mean, machinery. I would have thought the same thing, case. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. a bobcat. But she referenced it by the, the brand that's name. Right. I told you guys about this up on, there's a hill behind my house. Yeah. And I, I looked out back one time and I saw what I thought uh, was a panther. Oh, like no, a right. black uh-huh. panther. And it for uh, it scared me for a moment and so I cautiously got a little bit closer. It was just a normal sized black cat. <laughs> but for whatever 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 perspective, I told you the story. I was looking at, I thought it was a large cat. Uh-huh. This is a common
3: thing on the moors uh, 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 throughout England and and Scotland. They report large panther-like cats. Yeah. Yeah. And Preston, they did a deep dive. They got all the stories. they did all the data research. And they're pretty much coming to the conclusion you are. Yep. The perspective plays with your mind. It
0: scared me. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is a... Do I have time for a... L- uh, two, yeah, you got at least one more. This Sorry. is a long story. Okay. One one, one lengthy story. Okay. Uh, in 2016, three weeks into a search that made headlines across the nation, Sherry Pepine Or no, Sherry uh, Pepini, uh turned up on the um, side of a Yolo County freeway, bound, emaciated, and injured. Uh, the Reading mother of two... Uh, described a harrowing treatment at the hands of mysterious uh, abductors, or harrowing, I should say. On Thursday, federal prosecutors last Thursday said the entire incident had been a hoax. Yeah. Uh, Papini was arrested and faces charges of making false statements to federal law enforcement officers, mail fraud, and other things. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office said, in truth, she had been voluntary staying with a former boyfriend and it, who had and had harmed herself to support her statements. Not selling it. She could be sentenced up to 20 years in prison. As a result of the alleged kidnapping, she had been granted over $30,000 in about 35 payments uh, from the California Victim Compensation Board to pay for therapist appointments and other costs. Investigators uh, began to question the story in 2020 after DNA found at Papini's Clothing or on Papini's Clothing upon a return that matched her to one of her ex-boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an interview with investigators, the ex-boyfriend said Papini had told him that her husband was abusive and that local enforcement, law enforcement was not investigating the incidents. Uh, sheriff's office didn't have any domestic violence reports filed by her, so that was a lie, too, I guess. What are you going to say about that, Papini? Uh, the ex-boyfriend called Papini a good friend and said that she had asked him for help and told him that her husband was beating him, raping her, and she was trying to escape. So he just wanted to help out. Uh, He picked her up outside of Redding, drove her to his home in Costa Mesa. Uh, She allegedly never left the residence during her stay. The ex-boyfriend told investigators Papini cut her own hair and hit herself to create bruises and burned herself on her arms. Why are you hitting yourself? Uh, He said that he helped uh, create some of her injuries as well, although he never laid his hands directly on her. For example, she told him, bank a puck off my leg. Oh, my God. So he shot a puck off of her leg, like with a a hockey stick. Wow. Uh, he also told participant uh, he also participated in branding her using a wood burning tool, and then drove her back to the Reading area at her request. Again, using a rented car, uh, she was found before sunrise on Thanksgiving on the side of the road with a quarter inch thick chain around her waist, hose clamps on her wrists, and her face bruised and her nose broken. Uh, she only weighed 87 pounds when she was flagged down, as well. This so is,
3: it's it's so elaborate and so insane, and yep. the
0: fact that the boyfriend went along with it. Yep, and uh, they freed her by kicking her out of her. Uh, she said they freed her uh, by kicking her out of her car on the side of the road. She described her captors as two women who spoke Spanish. Uh, most of the time, she described one of the captors as having long, curly hair, pierced ears, and eyebrow, uh, thin eyebrows, and thick accent. Of course, they had eyebrows. Uh, her husband reported her missing after he came home from work and found that she hadn't picked up their children from daycare. Her cell phone uh, and headphones were found near, so she had staged all this stuff like apparently. elaborately. Yeah, and I'd never heard of anybody like branding themselves and hitting yeah, like, themselves and doing all this stuff. So at
3: one point, she was chased by a bobcat, Preston. But it was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was she, a
0: kitty cat. it was a fun <laughs> end loader. Yeah, right. anyhow. Uh, Weird story, and that is all I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll uh,
6: get Lesson Question, Trash Music News. Those things are up next. Stay fun. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve
0: Show podcast. We have a prize to give away for you hanging around with us this morning. Less in question is what we call it. So we'll ask uh, you something about something that happened earlier in the program and see if you recall. And for getting it right, we will give away a pair of tickets to see Joe DeRosa, who's going to be performing tomorrow night at Punchline Philly. I think we're going to have Joe on the show tomorrow. Yes. Uh, And actually he's doing five shows Thursday through Saturday. So I guess he had a gig last night.
4: Oh, tonight's Thursday. Oh, tonight's Thursday. Hey, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, my God. I'm, I bad. ruined it. Tonight is pre Friday night. Yeah, you're too. right. So, all right. Uh, anyhow, uh, we're going to go with a lesson question, and uh, I will ask this. What do I want to ask? <laughs> I want to ask something from earlier this morning. All right. If you get stuck in the tree and you can't get off a branch, you're known as a what? Two one five two six three 263 WMMR. We had a caller. Give us a buzz and uh, coin this phrase. So if you get stuck in a tree and you can't get off a branch, you're known as a what? 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold
1: mine. 93.3-WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: All right, it's brought to you by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. And You can schedule their full service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds guaranteed. What's happening, Steve? Well, Colton Underwood is claiming that he's been besieged by friends and family
3: pleading with him to reconsider his decision not to require a prenup from fiancé Jordan C. Brown. However, Underwood says once he commits to something, he sticks with it, unless that is being heterosexual. Yeah. Oh! Leonardo DiCaprio selling one of his many Hollywood homes for $5 million. DiCaprio says we can all help climate change a little bit by keeping our house count under 10. (laughs) Oh, my God. And finally, Jennifer Lopez took to Instagram to demonstrate that she doesn't need makeup to look her best thanks to her new skincare treatment, J-Lo Beauty. Lopez says J-Lo Beauty is the only skincare product that is made up of 60 different types of makeup. (laughs) 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 And that's your only
0: All right. We'll see if you know the answer to this question. What if you get stuck in a tree and can't get off a a branch? What are you known as? And it's Wayne we're going to go to. Hey, Wayne, good morning. Good morning. All right, Wayne, what are you known as if you get stuck in a tree and can't get off a branch? A crotch cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, bud. Wayne got himself some tickets to see Joe DeRosa tomorrow night at Punchline in Philly. And don't forget that uh, tickets are on sale now for five shows with Joe DeRosa. So tonight through Saturday, punchlinephilly.com to get the tickets and information. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News
1: on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Our day of giving is your time to shine for the participants of the Special Olympics USA Games. Grab a sub on Wednesday, March 30th, and all sales will be donated to the games. Jersey Mike's be a sub above. Deftones officially parted way with their bassist, Sergio Vega. Vega confirmed the news with a video statement saying, I didn't want to have to make a video about this, but after the recent band photo posted on Deftones Spotify, I feel like I need to clear the air. I'm not very good at this, so I wrote out a statement, and I will read it to you now. He went on to talk about his friendship with the Deftones, which goes back to 1995, after working with the band on and off for years. He'd asked uh, repeatedly about becoming a permanent member. He said, I worked with the band for about 12 years, and at the start of every album cycle, I asked about becoming an official member, but the contract would be improved instead. COVID was a breaking point for a lot of people, and I started to question my place in the band and the future that I wanted for my career. I really started to need something stable because at that point, my contract with them was canceled. One day I got a call from the guys about an internal band situation, and they asked me if, if if I was solid and that I would have to fly out to L.A. to help work it out right away. He said, I, of course. Uh, I said, of course. I was all in, and we can handle my situation later, but I can't go back to my old contract. Our respective management had a conversation to discuss a new contract, and they offered me the same deal, and at that point it was clear that there was no opportunity for growth for me, so I declined the offer, and then I called the guys immediately to see where the miscommunication was to resolve it, but there was no response. He said a couple of days later, I received an email from their lawyer that their offer was withdrawn and that they wished me the best. So I left the band in early last year, and since then I've been focused on my band, Quicksand, as well as working as a producer and writer for other artists and projects. And I'm uh, mentioning this because there was some speculation about me selling my gear and quitting music altogether. What a weird situation. I didn't didn't know... I mean, for twelve years they've had him as like a contracted bass player, and it seems at a certain point, yeah, yeah, you, you could, commit, yes, yeah. or
3: get off the pot, as they used to say. Yeah,
0: so and and I didn't realize bands sometimes had that type of agreement. I always think of a band as a agreed upon, you know, we're in this together, this is our entity, right? I understand when musicians will hire, you know, musicians for the temporary to be uh, performing with them touring. That's what I
3: have recording. a ghost. Remember with Ghost? There was a whole big issue with the whole people who were all completely
0: hidden from the audience because they were in costumes. You're right. And they were suing. Yep. So, uh, nonetheless, he's out of the van. Uh, Tenacious D, Jack Black, and Kyle Gass are adding some tour dates for their fall leg. And one of those dates brings them here to Philadelphia. Uh, The tour is the belated 20th anniversary celebration of their 2001 self-titled debut album. And they're going to be playing The Man on September 11th. and He's uh, kind of said, perfect for them. Said it's a Sunday, yep. Uh, tickets will go on sale Friday, by the way, tomorrow. So you will be
4: yes, to get them. There you go. Sorry, I didn't, what? I didn't have them on, uh- all
12: queued up and ready to go. Yeah, because I love um- these guys. Uh, they're a blast. They're so much fun. And
0: we will make sure that you're very well taken care of. This is a song called Dio. Tell us some secrets that
7: you've learned. Whoa! Your sauce will mix with ours,
0: and we'll make a good goulash with it. It's, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Wait, uh, what did you say? I said baby. You said... We'll make a good goulash with it? With it? Ooh, I always said baby. Uh, your sauce will mix with ours, and we'll make a good goulash with it. Okay. I don't know. Back it up. I just did. All right. It's that
9: you've learned. Goulash right.
0: baby. I don't oh,
2: know. Oh, I, I heard baby that it. Time. I heard both.
0: <laughs>
3: I, think I don't care. It. it doesn't matter. It says baby. We'll make a good goulash baby. All right. There you go. It's
0: baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kiss have launched their new cold gin signature liquor. Turn their classic song into a New York-style gin. I don't know what a New York-style gin is. I have no idea. Uh, it's infused <laughs> with chicken. It's uh. the fourth product from the band's alcohol band, brand, Drink It Up by Kiss, which launched in 2021. Considering one of the group's most famous songs is cold gin, it only made sense to make the Ace freely pen-tune the namesake for their new gin. Uh, Paul Stanley said in a press release, now it really is cold gin time. If gin is your thing, then this is the one to bring. Like the song, this one's a classic. Uh, the bottle features a custom label featuring the Brooklyn Bridge and each member of KISS. It's rendered in a lavish Art Deco style and will look proper on the shelf next to KISS Collectibles. That's so good. Yeah. Good label.
3: Um, They're so, masters of marketing, and this is the one thing they really haven't uh, gone after aggressively.
0: Yep, and each bottle's thirty nine ninety nine, so it's not ridiculously overpriced or anything like that. Um, now, uh, speaking of that, ACDC has just announced, for those about to rock, ale via halftime beverage. The new officially sanctioned beer is available to ship in uh, to 33 U.S. states for a limited time. Uh, the first 500 customers get a 12 by 15 print insert free with the purchase.
4: It really should have made it a bock instead of an ale and said uh, and called it for, for those, those about, about the bock.
0: bock. You're right; that, that would be a good one. A little bit of creati- creativity helps. Mm-hmm. ACDC's for those about to rock. Ale is uh, from is cold fermented for the cool, crisp, refreshing flavor you'd expect from a seasonal Australian lager. How's Peter Chris's Similac doing? I <laughs> haven't heard any reviews on that as of yet. <laughs> (laughs) Billy Joel and wife Alexis have made an initial donation of $250,000 to aid the Ukrainian war effort and suffering refugees. The piano man posted a message on his official website and social media platforms revealing that via the couple's Joel Foundation, they've donated the money to... Uh, through uh, they've donated the money through Bethany Frankel's Be Strong Foundation, which is part of the Global Empowerment Mission.
3: Have you seen how much money her foundation has raised for the Ukraine? It's like no. forty forty million bucks. No, I, I mean it's crazy. So you know, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is going to be,
0: oh, this is another sort of look what I'm doing. But they're doing great work. Yep. Right, uh I thought this is pretty awesome. Uh, the first Beatles-related drum kit used in John Lennon's pre-fame group, the Quarrymen. Is going under the hammer, uh, drummer. Why destroy it? No, they're selling it. Uh, oh, drummer! Give me the auction hammer. Colin Hanton's legendary drum set, which is also featured on John Lennon, Paul McCartney, and George Harrison's first amateur recording session in Liverpool, will be sold via Julian's Auctions May twentieth. Uh, and Hanton was uh, playing the iconic drums on July 6, nineteen fifty-seven, at the Woolton Village Fete, the day that John and Paul met. Uh, the wow. first time the pair ever performed on stage together as well as the during the Quarrymen's first amateur recording session in 1958 where they uh, recorded a cover of That'll Be the Day and the McCartney-Harrison original in spite of all the danger.
3: you look pretty good
7: up there.
0: Uh, they are expecting it to go between $400,000 and $600,000. So are you. You want to get some chicken fingers? Uh, the lot also... <laughs> The lot also includes. I love him. He wasn't a vegetarian back then. No. Uh, the lot also includes a one of one Quarryman drum kit animated NFT, serving as the digital representation of the physical drum kit used by Colin Hatton in the Quarryman. And then finally, the See Here Now Festival has been announced and will return to New Jersey at North Beach Asbury Park with headliners Green Day and Stevie Nicks. The weekend-long event also brings in many other exciting acts, including KG Elephant, My Morning Jacket, Gary Clark Jr., uh, The Head and the Heart, and a great deal of notable surfers will also be present, helping tie together the theme of the surf stage and the sand stage. Uh, This year's festival will also introduce the North Beach Rumble Surf Contest Featuring two teams, led by Captains Corey Lopez and Sam Hammer. By that time, you'll have spent a summer surfing. Do you think you're going to compete? I should. Okay. Yeah, we got a surfboard this year. (laughs) Oh, you did? Yep. Uh, For tickets, including VIP Platinum and Ultimate Experience Packages, you can visit the fest website. At the start of the sale on March 9th at 10 a.m. And I don't know what that website is, but do a search on. Oh, see here now. We've got to th-
3: get Stevie Nicks on at some point,
8: right? Yeah, uh, and there'd be a good excuse to do it. Those VIP packages were the ones that last year that Pearl Jam were selling for like oh! $7,500. Oh, those a are the same ones? Yeah, and it's wow. a, it was the same festival. Danny Clinch is a part of it. Danny's, oh. Danny's a great photographer. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, it's like, it is really nice premium stuff. You get like a, a, an apartment for the weekend. It's not just. Tickets to the show uh, and they drive you to and from or whatever. Two but... bucks a pub touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still. Yeah. But still, if you're going to spend that amount of money on a concert plus a
3: room. Yeah. To me, the thing that in, in these festivals and so on and so forth, the thing that I think is the, the main impetus, access to bathrooms that are a little bit more maintained. That was a part of a, it. A, a cool place to to sit because otherwise, I just can't. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was like a golf cart ride everywhere. That, I need to be out
0: a nurse with me. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: $7,500. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Comes with the
0: Bayada Nurse. Everyone gets their own Bayada Nurse. <laughs> What's a Bayada
3: Nurse? I do the ones you see the commercials for all the time. They they come. If someone's like a uh, wheelchair bound, they'll come and take oh, care of you. They'll give you a sponge right. bath. It'll... All right. Yes, I could use one of those. <laughs> you want your sponge like bath now?
0: Yeah. Oh, you pop toads. Get them both at the same time for yeah. $7,500? Living it up, baby. Yeah. All right, that's uh, Music News. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Wrap it up. Letter of the Day. Word of the Week prize when we return.
6: Stay there. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
6: We're getting done today on this
0: Thursday morning. Sun has been shining more brightly than I anticipated it would through the course of the morning, although it was going to be mostly cloudy, and this is nice because we're going up to about fifty-three degrees or so. And tomorrow a decent day, fifty-nine. May as well call that sixty, right? Yeah. Oh God. Really cloudy. If we're calling today
3: pre uh, friday Friday, yep. then that's sixty.
0: Yep, I agree. And then uh we do have some rain and uh wet snow uh on Saturday, but the snow thing is not gonna be too much. I actually took out my um my snowblower and ran it until oh. it ran out of gas. Yesterday. Oh, so you're, you're, you've already prepped it for the uh, it's, storage. It's, it's going away. I was looking at next week because we're looking at temperatures getting back into the 70s. And I'm like, we're done. I didn't jinx it or anything, did I? I don't think you did. You are going to have a
2: massive storm. Yeah.
0: I, I think, <laughs> right. listen,
3: it, it's feeling right. You know, it just, I have that sense that we're going to be doing this sort of roller coaster up and down, but I don't think we're going to get
0: blasted. Which, by the way, I, little did I realize that I had like a full tank of gas on this... <laughs> <laughs> Snowblower. How long did it run? Oh, like an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and you have to do it because yeah. you remember, I had, if, if you leave gasoline in there, it, so it good, gums it up. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it ah. work. Yeah. Uh, if it sits on, and I'm like, it's just sitting out in my driveway running for like an hour and a half. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I thought maybe there'd hardly be anything in there. Just run it out and that'd be it. We're getting calls, right?
3: how's that coming along there, Preston? I know,
0: and good. I felt bad. You you Environmentally, not a good thing to do probably as well, but you know. I had to get rid of the gasoline, so that's what I did. Bringing
1: you up on church. That's right, <laughs>
0: mister. <laughs> All right. I would like to thank uh, Rhino, Diana Perrazzo, and also Tom Hannafin for being here from Impact Wrestling. Uh, they have the South Philly Showdown taking place the 18th and 19th at the 2300 Arena. It's a big deal. Yep, they were really nice. It was a big deal. And I'm not going to thank Ali Sheedy because she wasn't on the show. No, you, Ally Sheedy. I, was, well, I,
3: I like Ali Sheedy. I, I wanted too. to talk to her. There's I all sorts it. of things.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, Prairie Dog? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Prairie right? Dog. It's popped in my head. I like that. <laughs> um,
1: are you guys going to get uh, Michael C. Hall? Um, no. We, okay. we'd love to but yeah. you know those guys that come in for the monster the uh, mania which
3: is a, a fantastic event and, right. and the you know the, the people who run it are awesome but they tend to come in on that day or the night before and okay. so I think that yeah it's it's always
0: after the fact it' gets yes. kind of times it works out but a lot of times it does not very rarely I
1: really because uh, I watched every episode of the original Dexter yeah. and I had so many problems with <laughs> with it and it's ending particularly, especially the ending. Um, it did you was, watch a new season? I started watching it. Um, and I, I don't. And then I said, I don't know if I can invest again. Uh, you can. Um, I watched. He's just giving it I the watched. thumbs up. I yeah, I he it did is.
0: say it, it. It. It turns around. And, and okay. You, you,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, I watched half of it, and I said, I don't know if I, I don't, and I turned it off. Actually. But I, I, I loved it. I loved the concept of it. It was brilliant, dark, uh, macabre, all that stuff. But but it, it, it. He didn't. They didn't need to do several things that they did in the original series. It's always
3: frustrating. Uh,
1: uh, certain people eliminated and 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 was and it really was frustrating. And he was an executive producer, so yeah. I thought he might have had more say in it. So I would love to say, why did you allow this to happen? <laughs> and why did you agree to this? You idiots! Why <laughs> did you agree to this? It's
4: it's funny that you know
1: every season he found another serial killer. It's like how right?
4: How are you finding all the okay? Right,
1: right, yeah, but. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, um, you know, and then I thought for sure that there'd be no no return of it. And then, you know, how many years? Six years? Eight years later? Yeah. It comes back again. And I said, oh, I got to watch it. Oh, no. Do I dare? I don't know. Anyway.
3: They're rebooting everything these days, you know? And so there you go. Uh, I big...
1: love Lucy's coming back next week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Right. But uh, no, we won't have
0: him in. So sorry. I'm that. sorry.
1: I didn't mean... I just. No, no. I, no. I just... Uh, what, I was just going to say, I you've got to ask him, <laughs> right? what the hell happened? It's like that guy from Lost. But oh, you, Harold, uh, the big guy from Lost. He's done Star Trek and Star Wars and everything.
3: Oh, J.J. G- oh, Abrams. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. So, so Lost was definitely, we talked about that, that it was an incomplete experience. But the point has been made, and I agree, that for the years that we were tied into it, it was a, a ton of fun.
1: No, was it was magnificent. Yeah. Uh, and, but it was just, you know, when they started the dual timelines and I was, no, 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 what yeah. are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. I mean, it sort of, it sort of seems like sometimes they start these things and they have these brilliant ideas, but they really don't know, they even the... if they say they know right, where they're going to end. Yep. No, it's yeah. true. Right, I agree anyway, blah, blah, blah. All right.
0: Blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah. Uh, let's reel it back in. You want to do the letter of the day?
1: What? Preston and Steve on 93.3
0: WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter M. As in Miami. All right, is in Miami. One more letter to go tomorrow, and then we give away the four-pack of pit tickets for the MMRBQ, plus four concert T-shirts. Uh, of course, the show is Saturday, May 21st. Waterfront Music Pavilion tickets are on sale, $25 for the lawn. The concert T-shirt presale is happening now at the MMR Rock Shop. And it starts just $20, available in both men's and ladies' cuts. Uh, complete details at WMMR.com. By the way, what's in store for today on your show?
1: Well, thanks, partner. Uh, We've got um, Orange Loop Rock Festival tickets to give away. Um, That'll be fun coming in June in AC. We've got three birthdays in the workforce blocks and three bands to go with it. Uh, Ben Burnley of Breaking Benjamin, so we'll do a block of that band. We've got Tom Schultz of Boston. We'll do a block of that band. We've got Jeff Amen of Pearl Jam, and we'll do a block of... um, Jimmy Buffett instead. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, we'll do a block of Pearl Jam.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Radio Program brought to you today by Acme Markets. You can get your free flu shot or COVID-19 booster at their pharmacy. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And Monster Mania 49, this weekend, Cherry Hill Hotel. We will round out the week tomorrow with uh, comedian Joe DeRosa. Yes. We haven't talked to Joe in a while. And... We have Tim Tebow on the program. What? Haven't Here heard that go. name in a long yeah. time, so he'll be oh, joining us. Golf. Yep, golf, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, game. Bye-bye. Preston
6: and Steve. All 93 3 bing doo doo be do Doo-doo-be-doo. da